Forgotten Flicks, Episode 1... F that! Forgotten Flicks, Episode 129. Do you experience blinding headaches after watching yet another 80s horror movie remake? Do you feel a wave of nausea whenever you think about Han shooting second? Do you get the nagging feeling that the movies you grew up with aren't nearly as awesome as you remember? Then, friend, you may suffer from cinematic nostalgia disorder, commonly known as CND. CND? What the hell is CND? Ah, I'm glad you asked. CND is the medical term for an ailment affecting millions of movie lovers the world over. Experts thought for years it was just another fad illness, like restless leg syndrome or AIDS. But after years of research conducted in our very own labs, we've proven not only the existence of CND, but that it's directly responsible for the Star Wars prequels and the resurrection of Sylvester Stallone's career. If you or a loved one is struggling with this misunderstood disorder, there's only one cure. Listening to the Forgotten Flicks podcast every Wednesday. Forgotten Flicks is a podcast dedicated to remembering the movies you grew up with. Join host Joel and Jason. That's us. As they discuss classics and not so classics from the 80s and 90s, from the mainstream to the obscure, from the barely remembered to the often quoted, we cover them all. And don't forget, there's also the Six Flicks Picks, where you'll get great movie recommendations, listener feedback, fun and games, and oh, so much more. Be sure to check out all the movie love and goodness at ForgottenFlicks.com, on iTunes and Facebook. Listeners of the Forgotten Flicks podcast may experience the following side effects. Wanton nostalgia. Trips down memory lane. Geek rage. Rectal hemorrhaging. Cinematic randomness. Profound confusion. Female erectile dysfunction. Tangentitis. Q overload. Paranoia. Thoracic hemotiliosis. Sensing a disturbance in the force. A spastic fascination with Terry O'Quinn's junk. Butt wink. And the sudden urge to watch Garbage Pail Kids, the movie. Look at this house that he's living in I wouldn't stay there myself Suddenly these strange things are happening There's Willanor and somebody else Believe it or not, you gotta know me And if you don't want my name's J.V. I saw this film and it was on TV it wasn't scary This opinion belongs to just me Welcome to the Forgotten Flicks podcast. If this is your first episode, way to time that one, because it's the last one. Seriously. Like now, now is when you show up. And by the way, if you were offended by the promo at the beginning, um, just going to throw it out there. You may not want to go back and listen to our past episodes. Just going to throw that out there. So I am Joel, in case you don't know, and I'm joined by <laughs> the guy who's leaving me. Jason. Hi. Thanks for having me on the podcast. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> well, and and of course, everybody would have assumed that it was Jason, my uh, my former, soon-to-be former co-host. Uh, 
<laughs> but in fact, uh, you are Jason uh, Nebacracker. Uh, nut and, and butter. I forgot about butt wink. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, wait, no, a spastic fascination with Terry O'Quinn's junk. Yes. Just so you know, that was a promo Jason and I recorded within oh the God. first year. It was, yeah, right towards the end of that first year, but not. Not, we hadn't been doing it a year. And yeah. and that was when we were still in that place where I guess we had it in our brains to worry about offending people because <laughs> we got some sage advice from a good friend of the show, uh, Kevin Batchelder, um, who suggested <laughs> that maybe the jokes that were in there, um, I'm just going to say throw out the fat illness joke. <laughs> just so we're clear, not a fat illness. Uh, <laughs> And by, that be fair, we, by the way, that means, I'm talking about restless leg. I don't know what else. Yeah, I don't know here. what you're talking about. Yeah. No. But, what? I, to be fair, we we recorded it. We were like, we're gonna be all edgy. We're gonna be all all offensive, and we're all gonna be. And then we both were scared as shit that this was it. That was like, no, we can't put that out there. Which, in hindsight, so, we were kind. Of, this is, of course, I think this is before we even did ever an explicit show too. Like we had never. It is. Yes, we'll get words. into who got us down that road too. We'll get into that. Yeah, yeah. So, that wasn't our doing either. Yes. <laughs> but but Kevin Batchelder at the time, we thought he was right. Uh in hindsight, I think uh, I disagree. But I in a respectful, he is my elder kind of way. <laughs> I, I just, but that's that's harsh. It was which but once I found this as I'm digging through old stuff, I'm like, oh, oh my god. I'm so opening with this. I've got our intro. We, we worked so hard on that too. We recorded it separately. Oh, we like yeah. yep. we scripted it together. Yeah. We because we wanted to do a promo that we could uh share with other podcasts, right? We wanted yep. to give well, an I audio think to promo. Be, in, in Kevin's defense, I think that was his argument. Well, some people may not want to play it because yeah, of it some may of not the fit on their, their show. And it wasn't yeah, much too long. It was like two minutes long. It was very long because at the time we were also soliciting other podcasts to give us promos. Remember, sure. we had yeah. a couple of little, uh, not I don't know, five, seven episodes or so when we were running other other podcast promos for a little while. But um, so we wanted to make something. After that, we just we just gave up. <laughs> well, and and well, and if you remember, Tawana, the awesome Tawana, she oh had, my god, that's right. She yeah. sent us the promo we ended up using more often. Yeah, that's and right. She had actually put that together for us which i thought was fantastic she was awesome just oh like, that was the best yeah yeah i miss one like, if you're listening i miss you just so you red know. k queen come back come back <laughs> no that was the best because she actually took the time to clip together yes us speaking on uh, different parts of the show just yeah. little clips from us talking back and forth on different from different episodes which means she actually had to go back through all these past episodes and re-listen oh, uh, to them multiple times theoretically it was fantastic and that was back when we had like 20 episodes. I don't I think was, we may have had a little bit more than that, but not much. Like we were definitely between 20 and 30, I think. Do you have that one? I do. What, what I'll do is if I can scrounge it up, I will I will tag it onto like the very, very end, like as an Easter egg yeah, gotcha. that you now know about if you're listening yeah. to this. <laughs> but that was a great one because that was really, I thought that was better. And I think that's why we quit trying to do it ourselves because that yeah. one just came out so well. We're like, ask ah, it. But re-listening to that other promo, I, it was too oh my long. God, it's it hilarious. was too long. We should have used it for like just our show. We should have just had it play randomly in our show. Yes, that would have been good. Yes. I loved it. I yeah. love it. Yep. Absolutely love it. <laughs> so, my friend, I was contemplating, like, should I get samples from the doors? This is the end. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but that may have been a little melancholy. A little. A little. It, this is a celebration. This is, this, like, is, this is like a funeral in New Orleans. Yes. This is, <laughs> yes. This is a party celebration. We, we should have bands and... And uh, uh, people walking down the street, you know, dancing and Be throwing beads and because, showing their because boobs. The, and Because yeah. <laughs> people won't have to listen to this crap anymore. Oh, 
thank God. I'm so glad over. I did Woo! Coke this morning. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Hey, I have had three glasses of Mountain Dew. Um, so I'm ready to go. Yes, sir. So, Jason, do you have any anything you'd like to say? Because because as I told you uh, prior to hitting record, we actually have something of a structure. Now, we have quite a bit of feedback. Quite, quite yep. a few folks have sent us feedback. Yep, because we, uh, we open up that uh, voicemail feedback line for people to call in. Um, I haven't heard any of them. No, you have excited to listen because you you do the audio editing, so you receive these and clip them. Um, but I'm excited to hear it, so um, that'll be cool. And I'm going Although, to preface it with anybody that sent it in, A, thank you, thank you, thank you, and of course we'll address that as we listen to them. But B, yes, there is a few that I clipped here and there just for time because we ended up with 10 and collectively I'm sure it's going to add up to 20 plus minutes of feedback. And we got, you know, we're going to also part of this whole thing is, and we'll get into that in a second is the, the picks six picks. Yeah. We're keeping it real folks. We're going old school on this moment. old school. <laughs> so I had to for time, but I tried to only clip things that either seemed like they were just a little bit extra or like pauses, you know, things like that. I tried to just mm-hmm. trim them down a little bit. So if you hear your feedback, you're like, you could not, I didn't cut out anything major. That was, I intentionally left in everything I felt, was necessary and well, wow that sounds kind of <laughs> everything i felt was necessary that you said listen you i was talking censor. i didn't want to hear that so i just cut yeah it, so no. <laughs> what I, every, let me phrase that everything i felt was stuff you wanted to make sure got out there that's what's there <laughs> my goal is always to make you the feedback sender sound awesome just gonna throw that out there. And Peter, I'm primarily talking to you, and you know I am because yours was like five minutes long. Peter's was the longest. <clears throat> That's what she said. It's, it's all good. He's like six seven. Come on. Uh, all right. <clears throat> yeah. So we've got uh, so we've got a bit of a structure, although I s- we'll never follow it because because <laughs> it's us. We don't like structure. What is it? Ta- tangent tangentitis. What was the? Ta- yes. Uh, up the rabbit hole, which we yep. did on off script for a little while. Yep. Um. But uh, yeah, we. We'll try to stick to. We're going to do the feedback, and then we also have our um, uh, six picks, which but, are a little but, different but, this but, time. But, but so, so let's just kind of real quick before, because we're going to go into the feedback. All right. What what is what's different about the six picks? Because if you recall, anybody who's listened to the show since the early days, we mm-hmm. used to always have at the end of the show we do six movie picks, six movie recommendations that tied into the movie we're covering. Then somewhere along the way, we got lazy and changed it to one each. Didn't we in between do like? Had like some like for two or three episodes, we did like a a twofer. I mean, we like like the we we tried all kinds. Of yeah, we tried stuff. variations, but we realized uh, the six picks because Mall realist- twin. Yeah, we did something. I don't remember. I, I, when you'll hear Peter's feedback, he mentioned a couple things that he worked on early on. Like, oh, that's right, he did. Yeah, it's been right. Three plus years, or you exactly. Know. But but yes. Yeah, so the six picks typically would be we'd each pick three movies that we thought in some way related to the original uh, movie we're covering. And part of that was in the beginning when we started doing the show, we we got feedback from people uh, who said they loved when we recommended movies because it introduced them to things that they had never seen or hadn't heard of or forgotten about. So we wanted to enhance that part of the show and add in recommendations of things that we've seen in the past, things that we really fell in love with, that we really enjoyed, um, and recommend those. What we found, it was incredibly difficult to come up with three every single episode because there was a stint for quite a while. We did an episode a week. Yes. Well, yeah, we did for a long time. We did an episode a week. And so coming up with three new – first of all, to watch a movie – uh, then to review it, and then to come up with three new movies that related to that every single week uh, uh, was a lot. So. Which is why I don't know how my buddy Jason Piles, his movie podcast weekly, they literally have some episodes where they cover 
seven, eight, ten, fifty movies. I don't know. It's wow. And I'm like, how in the hell? That's amazing <laughs> to me. Yeah, that's that's rough. So we dialed it back to one each related yes. to the movie. Uh, but for today, because this is a super special episode, we have decided to uh, do our six picks about movie. But it's an episode. Yes. So we're gonna we each chose uh, some of our favorite episodes from the podcast from our podcast. Oh yeah, I was about to say because because this is an egocentric podcast, uh, (laughs) proven by my earlier statement of what I thought the feedback folks really intended. That that yes, we picked episodes former. uh, Basically, there. See, I was as I was going through this. I don't know about you, but it's hard for me to say favorite episode. Yeah, I, I would just pick, let's call it highlights. Highlights that we, because I mean, there's tons. I mean, I could go through every time somebody was on the show that, you know, we and we had this great exchange and the first time we did this. and But this is yeah, literally I, off of memory for me. I'm like, okay, I remember us, this being well, a moment. okay, so I actually did homework Uh-oh. Uh, and went through and I picked a couple. Of, I, I have some method to my madness. But um, one thing I, I recognize going through this, because I, I started working on this uh, over the past two weeks. And I've been listening to clips, and as you know, I actually listened to every single episode uh, the before it went out for like the first almost two years. It was a while, right? yeah. Yeah, I, so I was I was kind of the QA, and I would listen through. And so I have some favorite moments going back and listen to those. But I went back and listened to clips and looked at looked through the episodes and everything. Um, and I found that one of the hardest things is I was looking just at the movies initially. So I was just looking at what were some of the movies that I remember that we had some revelations about yeah. or that turned out to be garbage and we did we thought they were great or things that we argued over or things that were just hilarious. The the hardest thing for me is as I started listening to some, I forgot how many incredible guests we've had on the show. Yes, that was a problem. And so that I thought I can't pick my favorite guests over it, one over the other. That's why it's a problem. Because there were <laughs> so many. I mean, we had um, uh, we I mean, we just had so many. I mean, I I'm gonna go through listing everybody. We've had. Uh, two dozen people, not not just uh, the fans of the show that we've had on that have been incredible. We've had Peter on multiple times. We've had Kevin on multiple times. We've had Kevin on, uh, uh, Spencer on several times. We've had Maggie on. Daryl. Uh, forgot all about that. Had Daryl many times because Daryl was our spooky flicks fest guy. We had Doug McCoy Dave on. Becker. I mean, see, this pro- had, see, this problem. If we go down this road. We've had Jason Piles. Yeah, we've had, this is the problem, I, though. You go down this road, and then we forget a few people. We feel like dicks. Well, going back and looking, I forgot how many people we've had on the show. Yeah. Well, then of course, uh, and, we then, Paul, and then wait, wait, and then we Paul go. the director guy. Yeah, Paul Osborne. And, yes. And if we go through, and then the fact that I just recorded like almost twenty bonus episodes with a lot, a lot of those people. Yeah, not even. Cl- I'm just talking about like within our first two I, years. I know. I know. It's we had crazy. Um, um, Ryan and Jen Ozawa, who did the yep. Lost podcast yep. that we we loved. Yep. Um, I mean, it's just it, that's one of the things. That I love going the fact back, that. Wait, wait. I love the fact. That you hit on all those, and you didn't mention our our, our name name drop itis. Oh no, I'll get to that. Okay. I left him out on purpose. I left him out on purpose. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I left him on purpose. Um, but thinking about uh, even Defixer from Defixer's hideout, mm-hmm. we talked. Um, going back through all of those, I just forgot how many awesome people we've had on the show that we've talked to. Um, the special effects guy uh, that we talked to, Hank. Uh, Hank, that we talked to, that, that had worked with um, yeah, Greg Nicotero. Yep, yep. <clears throat> um, just going back and look at the episodes, I forgot how many of those we had. Yep. And so many of those were just amazing moments for me that it was tough to choose. Uh, I had the most fun with this guest over this guest or this. All of them were you amazing. You know what I just remembered? What about that time we had William Zabcon? Oh, wait. 
<laughs> I'm going to get to that too. He stood uh, us up. Never I'm going to get to that too. <laughs> so anyway, so what I went with was I tried to pick in my in my three that I chose. I tried to pick movies that were most memorable uh, interchanges and experience with you and I. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that there can't be somebody else in the episode or anything. But I tried to look at when I'm picking my three, and they're not favorites because you know, yes. uh, favorite kids, whatever. Um, these are these are just the ones that stood out. Sure. So amazing to me. And so that's specifically why I chose them. So if I didn't pick the episode you were in, I left you out on purpose because I did not choose an episode that had extra guests. It was just I you left and I. you out. Of, that's it does like saying it's not you. It's me. Really, it, it, I left it, you out on purpose. It really no, is a no, good, it, it's a good thing. I'm not going to acknowledge <laughs> how awesome it was having you on the show. No, I'm trying to acknowledge <laughs> that all of those were incredible. Uh, so to be fair, I'm just picking ones that were you and I alone. Gotcha. That makes sense? Well, yeah, because this is, like we said, egocentric. Yes, it is. It's all about us. Totally. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) I concur, my friend. I concur. Okay, well, on that note, would you like to – we're going to go ahead and jump into the feedback. We're going to listen to two right off the bat. All right. And the first one is from Tom the Fanboy, one of our earliest – Feedback listeners, leavers, listeners, (laughs) leavers. Yeah, (laughs) earliest feedback leavers. Tom the fanboy. Hey, it's Tom the fanboy reporting in one final time. Uh, I just want to say thank you guys for all the great years of podcasting. I remember when the new Fright Night movie came out, and I commented on it and got a random reply out of nowhere from Jason. And I said, I don't really do this much, but I'm going to go click your link and actually listen to your podcast. And Jason actually apologized for not knowing how to use Twitter. And I just, it it was just such a great start. Um, If it weren't for you guys, I wouldn't have seen awesome movies like Black Christmas, which is now like, now one of my classics. And I watch it every year. I I hope that I I can fill the void in my podcasting schedule. There's a there's a show on the Earwolf Network called How Did This Get Made that's a lot more scathing. They don't watch these the movies they love. They watch movies just to make fun of them. And it's just it's not the same even though those guys are really funny and they learn a lot about the movies, they do a lot of research. It's it's just not going to be the same as the these classic movies or old old movies with C&D. So, going to miss you guys. I hope you all the best, and I hope to see you online soon with whatever your new project is. Bye. Thank you, Tom, the fanboy, and just uh, that's r- awesome. R- 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 that was episode twenty nine, Friday. I remember. I remember when I had forgotten. Here's how bad I am with these old movies. I'd forgotten there was a new Fright Night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that was probably easy to do. I guess it was. Oh, thank you so much, Tom. It is actually it has been fantastic having you uh, interact with the podcast, and I I really appreciate it. And I still don't know how the hell to use Twitter, so I can't yeah. I, <laughs> anybody who is following Forgotten Flicks on Twitter, you'll notice it's been pretty much radio silence for quite some time. It's yeah, I can only take so much. No offense to any of you, you guys are awesome. It's the spam slash porn bots that try to follow you, and just all the general stuff that people is like, oh god, yeah. So yes. <laughs> But on that point, keeping it positive. Thank you. And actually, that is definitely one of the things that there were times we weren't perfect that we slipped into. This feels like when a montage should kick in with the setup I'm about to do. There were times (laughs) that we weren't perfect and things may have gotten a little negative. And you would say, 
a little negative cut to <laughs> caveman assault on precinct 30 like all these different like okay fine no 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 i'd say are in most negatives assault on precinct 13 wasn't negative no it was that just was a, an intellectual debate opinion. about intellectual you're so movie. funny <laughs> <laughs> i would say i would say our snarkies got into caveman a gnome named gnorm See, i don't think we're that snarky because i actually remember like like one of those like yeah it sucks it's horrible but i like it in a weird way I, I think, think maybe the only one we would apologize for is Caveman. Yeah, and you know what? And I, I realized why. I realized why. Because had you seen Caveman before that? Oh, yes. See, I hadn't. And oh, I think yes. one, of the thing, one of the big lessons I take away from all of this is that if we, what we should have always done before we said a movie we were going to do is watched it first. If we absolutely, like, especially when you've never seen before, if you had hated it, hated it, I almost quit. I think that basically we shouldn't have done it. Like for caveman? I, I, no, but see, I disagree with that. I, I I understand what you're saying about you watching Caveman for the first time, because uh, there was a couple movies we did that with mm-hmm. where, where we actually watched them and before we recorded, we said, "Nah, we're pulling the plug on it." It just it, it they either it wasn't because they were bad. It was mainly because we didn't feel like there was a lot of content. The biggest one was um, Ray Liotta, oh, Lance Noah's, Hendrickson yeah, on uh, No Escape. Escape. And anyway, yeah, because yeah. I liked the movie, but it's one that's like I don't really have much to say. We didn't feel like we had a yeah. lot to talk about yeah. for it. Yeah, but. I disagree because one of our rules has always been that when we pick a movie to do for the for the show, we watch it and don't talk about it at all before we hit the record button yeah. and go through. And that's been our our mantra. That's been our, our law throughout the entire series. We've done this. Um, and I liked it because how many times can you say we've watched a movie, you thought to yourself, we are going to have bupkis to talk about. We get on there, and an hour and thirty-five minutes later, we're like, "All right, we got to wrap this up because yeah. we're out of time." No, that's true. That's true. You know, so I think we were surprised more times, and if we had really filtered that much more, um, I think we would have really lost uh, some spontaneity, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, and Not lost fair. some classic. We had some classic episodes that I think uh, we really hit on with some that we thought were going to be blah, but they just turned out to be hilarious. But um, I think that one just yeah, an aberration. But in general, uh, we did dip into the snarky a couple of times, but. Uh, Eh, that's who we are. Yeah. <laughs> Look at our one-star review, if you don't believe us. <laughs> the one one-star <laughs> review, <laughs> which I love that, by the way. Yes, yes. <laughs> so let's go ahead and listen to the second piece of awesome feedback from a, a guy. I'm I, I'm pretty sure we've talked to this guy before, but it's, it's really – it's hard for me to remember exactly. Daryl? No, I don't Taylor? think so. Let me hear the voice. Maybe I'll remember okay, it then. Okay, let me go ahead and throw that out there. Yeah. Hey, this is Daryl, and uh, I just wanted to call in and say goodbye to one of my favorite podcasts. You know that I love you guys. You had me on the show quite a few times, and we talked about some of the movies, uh, some, some great, great movies that we, uh, you know, we've grown up watching and, and uh, forgotten about, and you remind us to, to get back to some of that. And there's been so many movies, so many episodes where you have, uh, talk of movies that uh, I forgot how much they meant to me growing up watching them and, and to go back and, and to hear people talk about them now, it just brought back all that cool stuff, you know. So uh, I'm going to miss you guys, man. I, I wish you'd keep podcasting. You guys should not stop. You should keep it going. You guys are great together. When you can, just do it. Get back together. Don't do this. Don't end this. Don't do this to me. I don't want to lose you guys. Love you. I think I just remembered why I know that guy. Yeah? I think he called into one of our early episodes. 
I think so. Was it? Because um, that's supposed to be what he meant by had him uh, on several times. Maybe. maybe oh email. wait, no, no, that's <laughs> Daryl. Sorry. Is <laughs> Daryl? Is my other brother Daryl? <laughs> Who's the guy that always said that on on the Bob Newhart <clears throat> show? Uh, Larry. Oh, that's right. I'm Larry. This is Daryl. My other brother Daryl. My brother Daryl. Yeah, yeah I thought. It, yeah, sorry. Yeah. No. Um, no, I got to tell you, um, we've done four Spooky Flicks Fest now. Yep. Is that right? Uh, and well, every hold year, on. 11, 12, 13, 14. Yep, four. Yep. Uh, every year, uh, except this year, um, we had a different format this year, but the first three years, Daryl was the stalwart. He was the one we always had on our Halloween episode. And and he was, though, involved in this year as well. He did a bonus episode. So he has, he in did. fact, been a part but of everyone. He wasn't in our final no. Halloween episode. No. And uh, But before that, uh, he has been part of our biggest episode. So let me recap a couple of things here. Uh, he was in one of my favorite Spooky Flicks Fest episodes we've done, which is Night of the Living that Dead. That was awesome, yeah. We did the double feature with him. We did both the original and the remake. Uh, and that was one of my favorite, still to this day, one of my favorite Spooky Flicks Fest episodes. Uh, he was in Superman mm-hmm. when we covered all four Superman before the yep. the new you know the new one came out the four originals uh he was in Star Wars he survived our Star Wars episode oh that's right yeah you remember that yep because... which 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 to be fair <laughs> it is called Forgotten Flicks so it is well yeah. we here we covered it for therapy because yeah. I couldn't get you off talking about <laughs> the prequels in remember that stent of like I don't know a hundred episodes where you. <laughs> Oh, no, don't, don't go there yet. Don't go there yet. Don't okay, there. so we did it, uh, but he survived it with us. So, listen, Daryl, you have been f- a phenomenal supporter of the show uh, and a huge part of its success. And uh, uh, we will miss you, brother. It, was, it has been fantastic. We've, uh, we've loved having you on. And, uh, you know, uh, who knows what the future holds. So this is true. Uh, I'll leave it at that. And, uh, Daryl, we love you, too. Jason? Yes? What is your first of your, well, you not six movie picks. You have three and I have three. What is your first pick? <laughs> oh, no, no, hold on, hold on, wait. I can't believe I this. Courtesy of our friend Hammond, I have it ready to go. Hold on. We need our picks music. Oh, this is actually have six picks bumper music. What sucks? I can't find the one with the yippee. <laughs> and I need to find it. And if I can, I'm going to edit it in over top of the one I just played. Because it's the same music. It just ends with the toilet flushing and then, right? The turd plopping. Yeah, and yeah something like that. Saying, yippee! Yippee! <laughs> yes. So, Jason, what is your first pick? <clears throat> All right. So, this was incredibly difficult for me. And I made a really long list uh, of my favorites. And then I went back and forth on what to live out. But... I have to start with, I'm going way back to the first year uh, in our first spring, I guess this was when we did this, uh, when we decided to cover uh, the Billy Crystal, Danny DeVito, Throw Mama from the Train in episode don't, don't, 12. Don't, 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 don't tell me what episode it was. Okay. I'm going to see if I can guess, uh, as I'm literally going off memory. <clears throat> my knee jerk was 17. Am I close? You are, you are in the range. Lower or higher? Lower. Oh, wow. 12? Yes. It shocked me. It was 12. It was oh, wow. 12. Uh, it shocked because, okay, so one of the things I thought of is we la- we joked about in the first, let's call it the first 20 episodes, we joked about who our mascot for the show was because we talked about the very first with mm-hmm. Bruce Campbell, yeah. right? 
Bruce Campbell sure. was the one we talked he's about. Our patron, uh, you know, let's be fair. He's the patron saint. He, he is. He really is the start of what kind of launched us uh, on the podcast. Because when we did that episode with him, uh, he, he wasn't on the show. No, yeah, <laughs> that was our holy grail. We still – it was listen, like the last crusade, except we never we actually got to drink from the cup. Dude, listen, I tried so hard. I got close, I, it, but it never yeah. never happened. Anyway, we did an episode about uh, Bubba Hotep and um, – did we cover two? It was Bubba Hotep. And, and Army of uh, Darkness. And Darkness. I think I'm going to have to mark that off my short list because that was one of my picks. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that. I'm just saying, okay. remember how we joked yep. about him being yep. uh, our, our mascot? And then we did Tim Thomerson for a while. We, we joked about Tim Thomerson was uh, our um, uh, guy because we talked sure. about him or covered a movie with him so much. Uh, and then it was Mama. It was. It was. Who the hell are you all of a sudden? <laughs> And, and I'm getting the hell out of here. <laughs> Everyone loves his mama. Hey, <laughs> in the ass. Stop, stop it, damn it. Stop it, damn it. Stop it, damn it. What a dream I was having. That was my favorite. What a dream I was having. <laughs> you don't <laughs> have a cousin, Patty. And for the for the racially insensitive one, get out of my way, you black bastard! That still doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't because it's Billy Crystal. I, yeah, I don't get it. Just... Well, that's what makes it hilarious. So we did that show. I laughed so hard, I almost wet myself. Did you I... know that I had the Ann Ramsey clips? I don't remember. No, you had you had teed them up. And I think that was the that... first episode I ever did that too. It is, and, yeah. and it was, that's what I was gonna say. Before that, you hadn't really done a lot of audio drops like that. And the fact that you grabbed all of uh, her best lines, yeah. and oh, it was it was hilarious. I cracked the hell up. I remember afterwards, just my sides hurt from it, just yep. recording that show. So I loved it. I mean, the movie was good. Uh, I, I remember we talked about it. it was okay. We thought that it was uh, there were parts that were slow, but Anne Ramsey was just uh, hilarious, and the drops were my favorite. And we. Had a blast. We cracked the hell up at that episode. So uh, if you're listening, go back. Episode 12, uh, Throw Mama from the Train. And again, this is uh, PK, uh, pre-Kevin. So the artwork is... Um, a poster. Because <laughs> yeah, we used to, we were trying to make him look like this. So yeah, let's, let's let the people in. Let's uh, let's open our kimonos up a little bit here. Uh, early on... Peek-a-peek-a-poo. Our, <laughs> uh, early on, our concept was that the uh, show art would look like a movie poster in the newspaper. Cause back in the day when you would sure. look for movies that were playing at the theater, you'd go to the entertainment section or life section or style, and you'd see the, um, show times all printed in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. And they always had a couple that were actual black and white posters, uh, you know, little miniature versions. And that's kind of the look we were going for to give that retro feel, mm-hmm. uh, back in the eighties. So that I, I still love the original show art and the first handful of episodes we did, we were, we were going to do a double feature. Yep. Uh, so we were going to cover two remember movies. The, remember episode. the days when we were so ambitious? <laughs> we're going to do double features and six picks every <laughs> week. Every single week. Right. Oh, you have how many kids? Oh, you have a job? Oh, you want to sleep. <laughs> You're no. cute. You want to stay married? Oh, how ridiculous. <laughs> how cute. Hey, but we carried it on for a little while. Yes, we did. Um, but Throw Mama from the Train was one of the first ones we did where we cut out the double feature thing. Um, I think we stopped at around. I think we stopped pretty early. <laughs> five. We went back and did do a couple. Yeah, of, we did. Uh, we called them cheese ball double features or whatever. Yeah, we yeah. did a couple. But um, but Th- Throw Mama was uh, it was not a double. It was by itself. So anyway, that's my number one pick. Excellent. Uh, it hurts me to leave any other ones out, but uh, I just have so many fond memories. And those drops we used 
uh, literally for years afterwards. So <laughs> yes, oh, you, you, to, to this day. What a dream I was having. <laughs> Who are you all of a sudden? <sighs> it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Who the hell are you all of a sudden? Oh, so great. They just—they never get old. And then, Everyone by the way, that's a. Owen loves his man. By the way, that's a great one to just bust out in the grocery store randomly. Yeah. Who the hell are you all of a sudden? Yeah, while you're by yourself. <laughs> yes. Pushing a cart, looking at the bananas. Yeah. <laughs> lots and lots of bananas. So, would you like right. to go into our next bit of feedback? Uh, yes, please. This is from our buddy Doug McCoy. Hey, Jason and Joel. This is uh, Doug from uh, California. The final episode of Forgotten Flicks. Man, I am so angry at you guys. I could beat you with a rubber hose, but I think Joel would probably enjoy that too much. It's true. Uh, So I won't. Instead, I'll just say uh, how uh, sad I am to see the show go, even though I understand fully, and uh, just how thankful I am for the time that I've spent with you guys. It's been, what, four years? And I have listened to every single episode, and I have often listened to you guys as I've walked the trails around uh, my home and my neighborhood here. So your voices are um, a part of that. You are indelibly etched into my landscape. As I walk around, I'm going to hear you, even though I'm no longer uh, going to be uh, hearing you. So thanks guys for all the uh, wonderful entertainment uh, that, uh, that you have uh, brought me over the past couple of years, all the great movies and uh, insight into those movies that you share with me. Uh, Jason, I wish you the best, bud, in your uh, retirement, and I hope that that's uh, all that uh, that you're looking for. And, uh, Joel, I'm looking forward to uh, the new things that uh, you're going to be doing coming up. So thanks again, guys, and uh, I have just uh, really, really, really enjoyed the show. Thank you, Doug, and you know me really well if you know how much I like a good rubber hose. <laughs> right across the noggin. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Jason could vouch for it. <laughs> and my retirement, it's going to be everything I want it to be. I'm going to be fishing. And he already jacks his pants and... up to his nipples. <laughs> hey, that's coming back. Well, and Don't of course, judge. And, 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 and Doug, <laughs> Doug has been a part of, of a couple of spooky flicks fest as well. He has. Yep. Yep. And I actually first found Doug. He did a, uh, it was found footage podcast, found footage films. Oh yeah, yeah. And which is funny because I'm I don't I'm not one of those like I just hate found all found footage films just on principle. I'm not a huge fan of a lot of them because I think it's kind of gimmicky and it gets old. But, well, and, and and you and I had a conversation about this a while back where it it felt like a lot of movies suddenly picked up on a fad. Sure. And there was just a bunch of them made just for that reason. Sure. Not like it was artistically the best way to go for sure. the film. It's it just cheap, felt it's like cheap and easy. It's like. After the Blair Witch Project got super popular, yep, I'm not it. saying that's the best of all of them. I'm just saying that became really mainstream. Yep. Then suddenly a lot of, of filmmakers and, and studios tried to replicate that and, and ride the gravy train. So yep. and, uh, I agree with you. And and what I really liked, though, is I like Doug because I, I a he would say things. He's a little just a hair older than me. I'm like Jason, who is significantly <laughs> very thick hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And and yeah, of course, I'm always busting you about the age thing and I'm the bald one. <laughs> and it's, I've got gray hair though. So no, this is, white, well, white I do, hair. I do too. Unfortunately, it's not on my head. <laughs> it's where all the hair from my head crawled on the other parts <laughs> on of back. my body to escape from my face. <laughs> but yes, Doug, 
He was, I liked listening because he's very analytical and he would go and he would always drop these things about things that he grew up with. And I was like, holy crap, I can really relate to that. And now he does a series of podcasts. He does one with his wife and uh, called Never Seen It, where they each have to watch a movie that the other one, they've never seen that the other one loved or whatever from when they were kids off in the 80s. He did one, he hasn't done in a while, but I really love called Crazy Creepy Cool Movies. He does these uh, 80s anthology episodes. Great stuff. Love Doug's stuff. He's a mm-hmm. you can go to the McCoy cast, and also for Daryl, do drops for everybody that I know. I don't know Tom. Tom, if you have something, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, <laughs> but for Daryl, he has a Taylor <laughs> Network of podcasts. He Daryl is like a podcasting fiend. He just has a crap ton. And then Doug has his own network, his McCoy cast network. So check his stuff out too. So thank you, Doug. We really appreciate the feedback. Yes, thank you, thank you very much. And and uh, in regards to my retirement, I, I just want to mention this once because this is not about my other stuff. Um, but, uh, just to, uh, kind of give everybody a, a perspective on where I'm at. Um, I'm sort of retiring from the podcast cause I've got some other irons in the fire. I've published a couple of books, uh, primarily, um, they're kids books. Uh, I write science books for kids and stuff. And, uh, my wife and I are launching a new business in which we are, um, writing a bunch of educational stuff for people visiting Florida. So it takes up a lot of time. Uh, and for those of you who know, I've also got a, a new little one, relatively new, um, and, and shit, five other ones in the house. So, <laughs> so what he's saying is he's got plenty of free time and he's just being lazy. That's what he's saying. And of course, I just like drinking beer and watching porn. That's that's what well, I do all day. Well, so. well I but but yeah, but what do you do with your free time? <laughs> and I podcast about eighties movies. <laughs> apparently, apparently that's what you do. And yes, I I will touch on some of the things that I'll be doing later on. We'll get into that. But until then, until then. Would you like to hear the next bit of feedback from our buddy, Nathan, who's been yes. a long-time listener, first-time appearance on the show with the bonus podcast. That's right. Mr. Nathan Little. Here we go. Hello, this is Nathan Little, and I am going to keep this short and sweet. Jason and Joel, thank you so much for starting the Forgotten Flicks podcast and giving us so many hours of just amazing entertainment. I've had so many emotional responses to several things that you guys have talked about over the past few years. And I have formed a bond with you, although very one-sided, that I don't have with a whole lot of people. Once again, thank you very much for being part of my life so much. Uh, You both have helped inspire me to be more creative and to put myself out there. Uh, Oh, while I'm thinking about it, Thank you for allowing me to use your names in a story that I wrote uh, two years ago or so. Let's see, I believe I killed off Jason and Joel killed him off. So thank you for allowing me to do that. And once again, I am excited for all of the side projects that you guys are doing. And I look forward to more new content from the both of you. Thank you again. And I will talk to you guys later. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Nathan. Yours was the first one that got me a little choked up. Appreciate that one. <laughs> yes, thank you very much, Nathan. Uh, I have to say, and Joel and I have talked about this from the very beginning, one of the things that really surprised us about the show, uh, when we first started this, um, neither one of us, we're both 
and <laughs> this may surprise you. It may not. We are both incredible introverts. Uh, we, we don't typically put ourselves out there and, uh, we don't like, uh, doing stuff that makes us feel uncomfortable, which is exactly why we decided to do this. Uh, we were both at a point in our lives. We wanted to push ourselves and try something creative, try something difficult. We wanted to be the man in the arena. And we, both realized that as we sat and talked when we first got to know each other and you know had lunch together and, and hung out, that we loved 80s movies. And so we had been listening to some podcasts, um, specifically we listened to Lost Podcast with Jay and Jack and um, the Transmission Podcast with uh, Ryan and Jen Ozawa. Um, and even Paris and Jay yep. did No Apologies. No, it was No Apologies to Daryl. It's a Remember When. Remember when? That's yep. it. Sorry, Daryl. I didn't mean to confuse those because they're completely different. But uh, remember when was one of the first ones, and it was just one of the first podcasts I listened to, along mm-hmm. with the Lost podcast, which we listened to as Lost was going on. And so we decided, hey, let's let's try this podcasting thing. Scared the shit out of us for the first year, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It was it was definitely it the was, first the first several. You can tell be based on my forgotten your introduction, fl- forgotten yeah. flicks so, episode. It, yeah. oh, <laughs> All you have to do is listen to episode one, where it's just Joel by himself. No, kind episode of zero. You and I are. Wasn't it? Was, I think I did like it was episode, one. It was one. It was okay. technically one. Yep. Okay. Uh, and so where you just kind of it's just like a ten minute thing where you introduce Intro, what the yeah. podcast is yep. going to be. But um, it scared the shit out of us for a, a long time. And but one of the amazing things that we found is the connection we made with people because I, I have to tell you some of the best friends I have now are as a result of this show and not just Joel and not just See, some of the folks that hang out with. You could have been like, you were mentioned everybody except for me. And, <laughs> and then I could have made some snarky joke about except for Joel. And except now it's gone. For, yeah, okay. it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I, we've met some incredible people and that has been my favorite part of this entire journey is all of the people that we've become friends with. We've gotten to know it. It was an unexpected side effect of this whole thing. Um, but it's been incredible. And we have met people and become good friends with people all over the world. That's what blows me away from California to Utah, to, uh, uh, New York, Sweden, the UK. I mean, we, we've literally Australia, Australia. Yeah. Ben, just kidding, Ben. Ben's Ben's from the UK. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, no. Um, the other Ben. Not, not. Yeah. Uh, there was a Ben. There was, there was two Bens. Yeah, there was two Bens. Yeah, but, yeah, but I, I unfortunately for Mister Ford, Ben, uh, I, I made made the um, you know, uniquely American assumption. <laughs> not forty. He's he's UK. Yeah, yes, he's UK. No, no. The, oh, uh, I know that now. Ben of Oz, I think it was. Uh, but anyway, um, we've met some incredible people and all over the world, and we've and that's been my favorite part. So. Thanks, Nathan, and, and uh, we're happy to have had you along uh, for the ride. So stay tuned. Uh, you never know what will happen. Yes, indeed, and I second that, Nathan. Thank you very, very much. Nathan did one of the bonus episodes because uh, apparently, according to our mutual friend Hammond, who we'll be hearing from a little later, mm-hmm. apparently Nathan actually had this desire to appear on the show in some capacity. I don't know why he would have that desire. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there electrolysis I, well you know we have the hotline uh mental health immediate yes. emergency issues um i suggest you go see a doctor because it, it might help you <laughs> get through that problem but in all seriousness he did a fantastic job that's awesome and i know hammond had told me he was at, you know he mentioned that he was nervous he mentioned he was nervous hammond mentioned that joe in joking that he thought that, you know nathan came out as white as a ghost it, 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 <laughs> 
it, it's just, <laughs> I think he did a great job. I didn't have to do that much editing, Nathan. See, and I really appreciate. It. And the the whole, I remember that when he asked us to do the story thing where he asked, oh, can I use you guys, your name? Oh, like, oh, dude, that was freaking awesome. Yeah, I was yes. like, wow, yeah, sure. I, if you want to. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. That, but let me talk to my lawyer first and then um, <laughs> we'll see if it's okay. Uh, we're looking at a percentage of sales here. Yes, uh, we're talking to license, net, not gross. To license the names of Jason and Joel. <laughs> mm, That's going to cost you. It's going to cost you. We're going to need some creative control here um, yeah. to decide what happens now, with our character. Now, if going to die, how exactly is that going to take place? And it has to be at the hands of Joel. Will there be full frontal nudity? Will we be naked while killing each other? We'll be like we'll be like the stepfather. Lots of junk and a spastic fascination. I don't even know what that means. So a spastic junk fascination. Yeah, well, you know, if you're going to have a junk fascination, it might as well be yeah, spastic. Yes, it's a new symptom of CND. It is. It is. So I will now do my pick. My my nose pick. My Your first one. My first pick. Originally, it. it was going to be the Bruce Campbell episode, so thanks for doing that. And <laughs> luckily, I came up with multiple ones. And But yeah, the Bruce Campbell one primarily because I feel like that was the, for me personally, that was the first one where I felt like there was a certain level of, at least after that one, loosening up. Because that's the one yeah. where my sister had contacted their website for me, and oh, yeah. they put the link on Bruce Campbell's website. It's actually still there. If you go and I haven't done it in a long time, but maybe about a year or so ago, I was just curious, like, Oh, what are still on there? It's, if you do like a search in the archives, the link to the forgotten flicks episode where we talked about him is there, which oh, that's cool. You know? Yeah. And, yeah, that's awesome. and you know, that when we went, that was the first spooky empire, uh, that we went to was, he was there. We didn't get to meet him in person, but we got like four feet from the guy, which is cool. You know, we, mm -hmm. we, could, we could smell him. We could, we could smell the old. We could smell the old spice. He smelled like old spice and tacos. Because that when he was, that's when he was in the, um, uh, the TV show when he was getting big with Burn uh, Notice. Burn yep. Notice. Yep. Burn Notice. Yep. yep. Um, and I think his movie, that. My Name Is Bruce, had just come out. Like I think he had just come out with that, or it was around that same time. Yeah, period. not too long before that. Yeah. So, but yep. but that being said, I I will go ahead and throw out then the Blob, episode oh. nine. Because I remember how much I liked that movie as a kid, right? It was yeah. a 1988 Chuck Russell remake of the original with Steve McQueen. Yep. And I remember how much I liked it. I even had the movie poster in my bedroom as a kid. And I was that was one of those early ones, you know, episode nine, where I was concerned that it would not hold up and that I was going to have blob all over my face. <laughs> And I was so unbelievably pleasantly surprised. I was one of the first ones where I recall that it didn't feel like what I think eventually, I don't think we had started the whole CND thing at that point, but eventually no, so. became, it was the anti CND. It was like, wow, this movie is looks still looks great in a lot of places. And it's a little campy, but it's fun. And, and I remember yeah. us having a conversation where we both came to the table like that, where it was, and I think RoboCop fell into that basket as well. We're both like, wow. absolutely, yeah, surprising, yeah, wow, that really yeah. was way better. Not just a little, <laughs> not just okay, it's just good. Like, I think I like it more now than I even did then. So that's why I picked that one. Yeah, and it's a good one because I had never seen it. Uh, I I'd seen the original, the uh, um, the, mm -hmm. the original black and white from like the nineteen fifty. 
54? It's in the 50s. Yeah, I don't remember. 55, I don't remember. somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah, um, um, st- but I'd seen the original because most of my horror background uh, was from those old sci-fi movies like that, the, the original sci-fi movies, and I'd never seen it. And so I thought, all right, give it a shot. Usually 80s remakes of those older ones aren't as good. But it, really, the structure was good. The effects were cool. Uh, the timing was good. It was it was tense. There were some really funny moments. There was some uh, uh, good stuff. It was campy, but in a good way. Yeah. Not campy in a dorky, ridiculous, and you like it because it's so sad, <laughs> you know. Um, but it was good, and it, that's a good point. This was, I think, the first one which we had a good handful over the years where we both went in thinking it was going to be meh. Yeah. So, so not so good. And it turned out to surprise us and shock us both. So or it fell into the category, what eventually became CND where it's like, yeah, we realize it's really probably not a very good movie, but we like yeah, it. But anyway. We still liked yeah. it. Cause yeah. It, yeah. And there's some that we both hung on to because it, we did like them so much in our, when we were sure. younger in our youths and um, we still have a fondness for them. This one was one of those that we watched it now and thought, wow, this is actually good. <laughs> you yep. know? So um, yeah, there's a handful of those that were, that were surprising, but that's, that's a good one. You, you dug deeper than I did episode nine. Yes. So that, that would be my first movie pick. And now onward and upward to the next bit of feedback. This one comes courtesy of speak. Oh, the devil, Ben. Hello. Hello. Forgotten flicks podcast. It is a bit of a sad day. Um, this is Ben from the same coin podcast, but, um, as I say, sad day, but I'm going to look at the positives in, uh, the fact that the Forgotten Flicks podcast is no more or going to be no more. Got to be honest, guys, I've, been, I've listened to many, many podcasts and um, you're one of the best, believe it or not. You are. It's incredible. And um, Seriously, though, it's um, I've always found with decent podcasts, it's all really down to the rapport between people. And you, Joel and Jason have simply one of the best rapports going, whether it be the humour, the mockery. The damn right rudeness to each other. It's uh, absolute quality, but you know, it's it's given me so much pleasure over the last few years. You know, I've sort of li- listened to pretty much all of your shows. It was obviously a privilege for me to be on the the latest Spooky Flicks Fest as well. I know terrible fucking advertising, but there we are. Uh, sorry about the swearing as well. Ah, bollocks. Oh shit, done it again. Ah, oh nightmare. Um, just um, but seriously, I just I want to say, just the guests you've had on, the movies you covered, it's brought some incredible free entertainment over all this time and I'm going to really miss you guys um, I just want to say farewell and good luck for any future endeavours you have and I wish you all the luck in the future both of you so Jason and Joel oh shit it would be remiss for me to say remiss wouldn't it But so I've just said it and remiss to say again for luck because it might be handy but uh, oh, seriously guys before I start crying um, take care good luck my friends and may the future be bright bye bye and I'll just say, Ben, <laughs> thanks to you, and, and there's only one reason now this is going to have an explicit tag. One reason only, <laughs> bollocks. <laughs> Anything else would have been totally fine with the PPAA, the Podcast Picture Association of America. The Podcast Pisser Association of America. Uh, thank you, my, my good friend. And uh, I was going to say, damn it, what? You, the podcast is free? No wonder we haven't got any money out of this thing. Well, that explains yeah. everything. I wish somebody had told us that before this episode. We've been milking this bull for four years and getting nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and I will also say, we're going to let it slide, that Ben's accent isn't quite as good as ours when we do them. But it's okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll let it go. 
Yeah. Thank you so much, Ben. It, uh, it has been awesome. And, uh, we, we love it. It's funny in the beginning when we first were recording, uh, we went back and forth a couple of times because initially we were just going to say, this is what I thought of the movie and here are the things that mm. I thought were good. Yes. And here are the I things give it, that I give it half oh, a thumb don't. up. Yes. I, my ass. <laughs> right. Um, but it became blatantly clear, uh, very early on that really the fun of this was, uh, the interaction we had. And we set a rule in the beginning that if we weren't having fun doing this, we weren't doing it. It wasn't just about the reviews. It was about the two of us having fun and the rest of it be damned. And that's kind of how we launched into it. And this is where I'm going to mention the person who helped us get the explicit tag. Uh, Mr. Kevin Spencer, one of our good buddies, blame, um, blame the tattooed guy. <laughs> I, Hey, I'm I'm his look look compared <laughs> compared to him. All right, his tattoos are cooler than mine. No, no, that's not where I was going with it. I mean, I'm sure sure you're, I know yours yours are equally cool. I'm saying that he's, he's basically little... painted. <laughs> yeah, he's he's and the illustrated. He's like the illustrated man. He is, <laughs> and one of the sweetest guys in the world who kind of looks like what I imagine uh, the anthropomorphic version of Lucifer, in fact, would look like. And I mean that as a compliment. <laughs> But we love him. Uh, we love him. And uh, if he sees me, again, he's going to punch me in the throat. He's gonna, he is. But you know, it's funny because we uh, we went into a couple of episodes and we went back and forth on this. You and I did about whether or not to go explicit tag. Are we going to curse? Are we going to not? And um, at one point, Kevin, who had been with us for a little while, then a couple of episodes, he's like, "Yeah, we had, we had well, we had talked to him. I had talked to him a few times on Skype. I think you had too." At that point, yeah, right? yeah, but he had started doing the show art at this point, I think. Yeah, and uh, doing a couple, he had done the Spooky Flicks Fest that first year, and then a couple things, and he, it just—it was so funny because he just kind of reached out and like, you know, I'm just saying to you guys, you sound like you're holding back. Might not hurt if you let fly with a couple of words, and yeah, well, go yeah with I also the remember tag. he specifically also remember sending an email where he said, "I talked to you on on Skype before, Joel. You don't talk like that." <laughs> It's like, well, and he, he even pointed out, which was the best, was it interrupts the flow when we try and not say things. Yes. So to just be ourselves and let it flow. Well, and, and here's so, the thing. I think of the two of us, which is sort of ironic because in real life it would probably be the opposite. You've had more <laughs> of a potty mouth on the show than I have. <laughs> and and I think – I don't know where, where it comes from. It's probably a childhood upbringing thing for whatever reason i i got very good as a kid of swearing like a sailor when i was with my dad and then shifting over when i went with my mom and being like oh shucks <laughs> oh fudge oh fiddlesticks oh fiddly dee oh bollocks uh, bollocks <laughs> and then, I, then i just got my mouth washed out with a pillow pad uh. well I, so I, I don't know it's it's weird but it's hard to explain i i find i don't and it's hard, I really don't know how to put it. I don't particularly like cussing on the podcast. I know that sounds strange, but I almost like I want to save that for those intimate moments with the people I care about. And <laughs> <laughs> which I know sounds really odd. And no, that just sounds dirty. It does. It does. Yeah, well, I, I didn't really mean it that way. But but ask Jason. We've gone for long walks in the woods. Oh yeah. And that's and and uh, that's when I, uh, I I can I can I can cuss up. When you hit one of your tirades, it uh, it can come makes out. the leaves wilt. But for whatever, but, but for whatever reason, I I don't know. It, it just it's thinking that your mom is listening to the podcast. You know what? That was no. That was definitely at the beginning. That is really yeah. Oh yeah, because I remember I when the whole. I'm sure we'll eventually get to the whole Lance Henriksen thing because you know it's yeah, us yeah. and it's really our claim to fame at this point. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I remember that I told her, I was just like, because I was like the one thing where like Kelly Maroney to me was awesome because I love Night of the Comet, but I knew my mom would have, she's never seen the movie. And yeah, yeah. But, but when I told her about Lance Hendrickson, at first she didn't know the name. But when I said Bishop from Alien, she's like, oh, got all like, I was like, oh, my mom's impressed. And she's like, oh, I've got to listen to that one. And I, I do one of those movies like, I, okay, you can, but I'm just going to let you know. I'm just going to let you know. Uh, stuff like this happened. Oh, oh, shit. That's an awful fucking image. Why did I come up with that shit? <laughs> and that was just Lance. I myself no, also did my fair share in that episode. No. The best part about that clip is what he was saying. Why? Because he's telling a story. Yeah. And then he's the one that said, holy fucking shit. It was the story that was worse than that. What was because... funny is I don't even remember what he was talking about. You don't? remember no oh my god he was talking about going in and talking to some like casting director or somebody that had like a white santa claus beard oh and, and he was cigar juice. on this guitar on this cigar and he said it looked like he had a tur- a piece of shit in his mouth oh it was that's brown right. all around his white beard to, it was, to which to which like he then said uh, oh shit that's an awful fucking image why did i come up with that shit <laughs> Because that's what. He, so the story he was telling was. Oh, that's worse. right. Now that you say that, I totally remember that. So yes. yeah, go back and listen to the Lance Hendrickson, epi- Hendrickson episode. And it was the you, first one, right? It was the first episode. It was the first yeah. one we had him 60. on. Yeah, 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 sixty. Yeah, and, and so yes, so but yeah, definitely that was the beginning. Okay, that was definitely one of those. <laughs> like, I don't want my mommy to hear. Uh-huh. But it's hard over time. If you really pay attention, as the episodes have gone on, I, I've dropped a few things, but for the most part, and it was, I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's like I just didn't really want to. There was a period where we first started using the explicit tag when I think both of us just psychologically ramped it up because we knew we were doing it was the explicit whole, like, tag. We repressed it, so we it's have almost, to overdo it. It's exactly right. It's like you are a high school kid going out to your friend's house and you're in their room talking and then you just you're letting fly with it because you're not around your family, yeah. you're not gonna get caught, nothing's yeah. happening. That's it's kind of the, that. And so we went overboard with it for a little bit. Uh, and then I think we just reached a happy balance where yeah. it comes out naturally if it where happens. You, where, but... you, where you do most of the cussing. And... <laughs> and, you, and you're the clean Puritan of the two I'm of totally us, yes. the Puritan. <laughs> because then the funny part of that in real life, it's like the reverse. <laughs> you almost never swear in real life. No. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I can turn into George this Carlin. Is a, this is my relief because I'm that's never true. not Maybe around a kid. Is. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I get I... so much of it out of my system in the real world. I guess. That I don't, I don't need to. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Who, but see, it? I warned my kids. Look, when I'm an old man, you're going to be pushing me around in a stroller, and I'm going to be cussing like a sailor, swinging my cane at anybody that I can get. So yeah, <laughs> there's some. There's a really, really, really profound part of me that really, really wants to see that. And I figure. I figure. I'm I figure. Ian Ramsey it, I was gonna in, say, a, I'm in a wheelchair. Who the hell are you all of a sudden? Well, and and, and I figure <laughs> it'll be at least what three to five more years, and I'll get to finally see that happen. <laughs> So needless to say, Ben, thank you for that trip down memory lane. And thank the, you very the much. Same Coin Podcast is where you can check out Ben. I know this to be true. Mm-hmm. So, yes, the next bit of feedback, my friend. I figured I'd get the Brits out of the way. I've, I've grouped them together. Actually, it was purely by accident. <laughs> I'm going to now throw Philip out to you for a listen. Hi, guys. This is just a very quick message. Um I realize the urgency in the email, and I hope I'm not too late. But yes, Jason, just want to wish you all the best in your new venture. Uh, You know, anyway, those forgotten flicks can help. You know, we'll uh, see see what we can do for you. But it's a very good thing that you're doing. And of course, uh, Joel, thanks for doing this podcast and uh, and inviting me on. 
uh, just recently. It's been uh, it's been great ever ever since I discovered you guys from Trances right up until the uh, last knockings. It's been great. So uh, thanks very much. All the best. Thank you, Philip. Kind Sir Philip Simons, who also did a bonus episode, as did Ben for the Spooky Flicks Fest. I think virtually everybody here. Hold on. Uh, except for Tom Fanboy. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> I, think, I think everybody did a bonus. Uh, yes, uh, all of them said yes on my list wow. of like, holy crap, why did so many people say yes? That's awesome. <laughs> but boy, am I tired. Yes, so thank you, Philip. And of course, what I love is if you really paid attention to what Philip said there, it almost sounded like Jason was dying. <laughs> He's like, well, for, we, we, we forgot Flexus would do what we can. Anything. I should, I should just start making I'm, I'm going to talk about, hold on. Hello, I'm going to do it like Ringo. <laughs> you, we for Golden Flixes. We do what we can. That was not horrible. That's not as bad as the... It wasn't yeah. terrible. It yeah. wasn't as bad as hey, your top hat. Hey, yeah, that's the worst. Yeah. Like, are you always, I think it was the... Was it Ben's? I think it was Ben's episode... I don't know if we got into on the episode, if it was something we talked about prior to recording. I don't remember. It's all kind of bled together. Right. I, I think he was the one that pointed out, it was the Hammer Phillip that pointed out that I must have gotten my lessons on a Cockney accent from Dick Van Dyke in Mary Poppins. <laughs> to which, which is I, probably one of our only uh, experiences as a kid and uh, exposures sure. to, to which British I then cinema. broke into a rousing rendition of <laughs> It's a Lovely Ola Day with Mary. <laughs> <laughs> When Mary old Jane, you feel so grand. Your heart starts beating like a big brass band. Right. Right oh. So yes, thank you so much, Philip. Which which brings me into uh, oh, hold on, our... wait, 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 before are you are you segueing away from Philip? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. Uh, well, uh, first of all, thank you very much, Philip. Well, um, I also and... want to say also thank you because if it wasn't for him, I don't know that we would have done no retreat, no surrender, which almost made my list. <laughs> if nothing else, for the hip thrust popsicle yes. scene, licking, licking a fudgesicle while you ride your buddy's hip thrusts as he's exercising. But yeah, that's what we all do. <laughs> that's what we do. We did in the eighties, anyway. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> We're not judging. We don't judge you. <laughs> No, that brings me to the accent because uh, that reminds me in the, in, early on, uh, we, we would call in uh, with different accents, kind of doing the, uh-huh. the uh, uh, morning show kind of bit. where uh, we What do you call mean call in? in? Those were all real people, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, those were some of my favorite. We had like – I would call in with the Russian you'd – you'd be the red guy. How y'all doing? <laughs> Bobby Joe here, and uh, and I I may have tried to record something earlier, and and it didn't quite come out like I'd intended to, but I just want to tell y'all good luck in your life together, and uh, uh, just remember, just always remember, boobies. (laughs) I think you did that on... um, Deep Star 6? I think it was after... No, 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 wait. uh, Just one of the boys? Just one of the guys. I mean, just one of the guys. No, I, think I don't remember he called on that, but I do remember that it was Deep Star Six because he goes, uh, I-, "I was a little disappointed that you never saw none of your pe- people's nipples." <laughs> I remember saying that because yeah. it sounded funny. None of your people's nipples. Yes, that's comedy gold right there, buddy. Oh, thank you very much, Phil. Thank you so much. Yes, and we promise no more Cockney accents. Uh, indeed, my friend, indeed. 
So, Jay, would you like to maybe go into your next pick? God, do I have to? You have to. This is so painful. It's so difficult. Um, So uh, I'm going to dig back a ways uh, Mm -hmm. because I know you're going to pick our number one episode overall. Uh, We both know what that is. So. well, act, actually, actually, I don't. I didn't really think that these were. I didn't really think about these being in any particular order. To be honest. <laughs> so there's one I'm saving just in case you don't pick it. So okay. let's okay. just leave it at that. Okay. Um, so I'm all. I'm actually going with episode 15. Okay. Assault on Precinct 13. <laughs> <laughs> because and here's why. And I, I've, I'm because you're a dick. Because I am not. I am not. <laughs> Episode 15, Assault on Precinct 13. So uh, before this, okay, so here are the episodes we did before. That's just kind of general. I'm not going to list them all. We did Cloak and Dagger, Mind Warp, Throw Mom from the Train, Tales from the uh, Hood, The Superman with Daryl, The Blob, um, Blind Fury. We did a bunch. And uh, by the time we got to this, all, we had all had all these positives that we did uh, Night of the Comet, mm-hmm. um, where we both talked about all the great things in it. We did the Bruce Campbell episode. We'd we never did, really argued. We had no disagreement on the movies. And so we we decided you – I'd never seen Assault on Precinct 13. Uh, I definitely uh, – I looked it up, the information on it. It's, it's well-known. It's John Carpenter, yep. right? Yep. And you told me this. I love John Carpenter, and I like The Thing, and I like uh, – um, a lot of his other movies. We talked about a bunch of them. And so I'm like, all right, John Carpenter, I'm a big fan. I'll go into it. And I got done, and I'm like, what do I say? And I And you tussled. chose to be honest. <laughs> and I tussled with this because I went into it thinking I could just bullshit my way through, and I can be sugarcoating, and I can you know, give it what I – and I'm like, I can't do that. I can't do that. I, I got to tell him. And and you got your reaction was <laughs> it was honest it, it was it was honest and and it's in Tawana's uh, uh clip that she did or the um yeah that, that, promo that, that, that she I'll did play for at us. the end assuming she, that I have it <laughs> she was like you you just you were like are you shitting me yeah yeah are you serious <laughs> are you serious and you you didn't believe it you thought I was screwing with you. Uh, because up until then, you know, we kind of done the play back and forth. Oh, I didn't like this. Ha ha ha. Just kidding. I love it. Um, <laughs> we would kind of done that a couple of times. And in this one, you you thought I was joking. And then I said, no, I, I really didn't like this movie. Yeah, I told. I think I'm I, going purely on memory here. <laughs> yes. I think I remember having the thought process of, oh, he's totally screwed. With me. And then like you wouldn't let it up. I'm like, at what point is he going to give? <laughs> and then it hit. You I'm got- like, he's serious. <laughs> <laughs> so um so yeah um we i really i didn't like it and i i thought the acting was stiff i thought there were parts in it that were awkward and um i got what you were saying and every time you and you kept going because i listened to it and you kept going back to so you just don't like the movies where uh there are people that are stuck in a situation you don't like that kind of tension and i'm like no i just think it was executed poorly <laughs> Uh, uh, Mr. Carpenter, Jason Groom has some pointers <laughs> and for you. <laughs> You're like, and hate mail can be uh, uh, sent to Jason at. Well, because the best stuff. part is, Assault on Precinct 13 <laughs> is one of those like geek movies. Because, it, and I remember how annoyed people who are true Carpenter fans were with this fact that I'm about to throw out when they were there was a release on video back in the 90s, and it was right around the time, right after maybe that Tarantino had released Pulp Fiction. Uh-huh. And he had said in some interview that it was one of his favorite movies. 
And they actually put on the box above, I think it may have been a bit above the title, one of those drop quotes. Yeah, one of my favorite movies, in quotes, Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. And yeah, all these yeah. people are like, are you effing kidding me? We now need Tarantino to sell a John Carpenter movie? And they were all, <laughs> in, all bunched up. And I was coming from that place of this movie has this sort of, and look, I understand it's, a, I go with the idea it's a very low budge, I mean, very low budge, even for the time period knowing a lot of the backstory of it and everything else. And like you said, I totally thought you were screwing with me. <laughs> and when I realized you weren't, it was like, what? <laughs> really? <Yes. laughs> Even Tarantino loves this movie. <laughs> so yes, that was a good pick. I contemplated taking and, it as well, just because I feel it's one of our more quote unquote iconic episodes. Just yes. Even recently it got brought up. <laughs> it is. Thanks and Jay. You know and it's funny because it, yes, that's right. Because Jay Eiffel brought it up on the on the Facebook page. Yes. Um, but what's funny is it what it, it is an iconic episode for us because it's the first time we actually disagreed on something and argued on the on the podcast. And we which, had an next you know, and we had an episode the next week, so that's good. And we still did, and we kept going. But what was funny is we went back and referenced that probably more times than we referenced whether or not Han shot first. Ah. <laughs> because, it was close. That's debatable. That'd be a good. That would be a good game. A good trivia. To count. See yeah. which one we actually. I'm going to lead towards Han. <laughs> uh-uh. Because uh, there were more offhanded comments that we made about this uh, for a than while, anything. definitely. But I feel like the Han Star Wars jokes definitely. Uh, maybe temporally, you could uh, say Han, but I'm saying with this. <laughs> you know what? No, we, screw you. Han <laughs> was the most. <laughs> Assault into on whole... Precinct 13. No. <laughs> Excellent choice. And You're thank welcome. you, thank you, both Ben and Philip, for that excellent <laughs> feedback. So, Jason, would you like to go to the next bit of feedback? Yes, please. That wasn't a British accent. I don't know why I said it that way. No, no, no. It oh. is from our buddy, a guy I've known for going on 20 years now, pretty darn close to it, the T-man himself, Terry. Terry East. Hey, guys. This is uh, Terry Conan. I uh, just wanted to uh, offer a bit of reflection and... Uh, I guess uh, congratulations of sorts uh, for uh, this podcast, even though it's coming to an end. Uh, there's been uh, a lot of uh, great hours uh, over the uh, past few years, uh, and I am glad that I got to be a small part of the podcast over the time, whether it be the couple articles I got to do for the website or sneaking right in under the last bit of the uh podcast doing the little uh, guest spot with Joel. I wish I would have had an opportunity to be on the podcast with Jason, but looking back at the uh, podcast, again, a lot of things I liked was trying to pick out single episodes and realizing that could get to a very lengthy thing throughout the uh, run of the podcast. Uh, I think back more recent episodes like Joe versus the Volcano and was uh, quite surprised and ecstatic at both of your reactions uh, to the uh, film and uh, Miami connection really had me nervous and was ultimately delighted when you guys liked it as much as you did. Cause that was uh, a film that I had a unique experience with and was uh, glad that uh, it carried on beyond my own uh, viewing of it. But then of course, going back to, you know, the beginning episodes of the podcast where you were able to get Lance Hendrickson on Kelly Maroney and covering Night of the Comet and Pumpkinhead and things like that. So there's been highlights throughout. And I'm as much of a fan as I've been. 
I must say, I'm when this airs, I'll probably have about a dozen of these to uh, go back and listen to for the first time. Several of the episodes that were of movies that either I never got a chance to see the first time around, or movies that it's been long enough that I wanted to take my own viewing experience into listening to the podcast. And I'm definitely looking forward to those. And I'm glad to have gotten to hear all the ones uh, up to this point. And you know, it was always fun, even if it was a movie that I didn't care for back then, whether you confirmed my suspicions of those years ago or not, uh, it was always an enjoyable podcast. And for that, uh, I just have to say uh, thanks to you guys. I know I've gone a little long here, and I know you'll probably mention a lot of the other supporting characters like Peter and Kevin Spencer and Kevin Batshelter. But to all those people, I thank you guys as well, because you you all helped make uh, this podcast just that much better. So uh, thanks to everybody. And this is uh, Terry signing off. Thank you, Terry. And just to make sure we're clear on this, it's Kevin Batshelter. <laughs> That's the actual pronunciation. <laughs> that's how he prefers it anyway <laughs> yeah it is um i'd like to point something out i don't know if you recognize this or not but today is uh, that we're recording this show uh is actually um uh, the 26th of october right uh one year ago today i think it was one year ago today sure uh we met up with terry at spooky empire's mayhem and on another uh interesting totally coincidental note this weekend is, in fact, Spooky Empire's Mayhem. And rather than being at that, I'm here with you ending this damn podcast. Hey, but we got to meet the people from the people under the stairs. And we got our pictures taken with them and your autographs. And we got to meet, uh, was it George Clooney? What? Uh, The the guy with the glasses, old, yeah, old guy. What was it? (laughs) George Romero? George. Oh, that's it. Yeah, close yeah. George Romero, George Clooney. I could totally see how you get those two confused, Jason, honestly. I'm teasing. I yes, we got we got a picture with George Romero in front of a, a backdrop of uh, like a cemetery type thing. And, uh, you had your grandfather's sweater on, and I looked like I was wearing pajama pants. So <laughs> The best part is no one can see your pants. So no. that's assuming you were wearing pants. And No, but that's the comment I got when we put up the people under the stairs picture. Because I've got these really – they're comfortable, these plaid shorts. Really? <clears throat> that look like I didn't even think about pants. Not that I not that I want you to be upset that I wasn't checking out your pants. And the worst part is that wasn't a grandpa sweater. That was actually a, a shirt, like a polo shirt, but it had that design on the front of it, so it did look a little bit like a. Yeah. Which reminds me, you owe me a copy of that picture, by the way. Oh, I do. Thanks, thanks for the reminder. That's right. A year later, I will get it to you. You know, I'll come through. I may, I, I may be. I, I'm like somebody who say would put together a bunch of Kevin Spencer show art into one picture. For his one year anniversary, and then like three years later, give it to him. I'm like that guy. I'm just like that guy. So, yes, Terry, thank you very much. And thank you so much, Terry. I really appreciate uh, the fact that Terry, uh, he started a podcast uh, about probably about maybe, I want to say it was, it's been like almost two years ago he started it. It was called 78th and Hard Drive. It focused mostly on music. He did mm-hmm. it with his co host, Aaron. And then that sort of morphed over time into what he does now, which is the Flickering Waves podcast, which is a fantastic podcast. That one, he does a lot of music stuff, but he also goes into movies and things of that nature. So Terry's a fantastic guy. I've known him for a long time. The few times I've talked about my misspent youth. Uh, where I, I was an aspiring indie filmmaker. Terry was there to witness the horror that was me at that time. This, <laughs> Jason Grooms has had to witness the horror that is me now. But I got the aftermath. Yeah, you did. You did. I really don't know what's worse. And 
I thanked him for all that. He's been a great friend. And uh, thank you for the feedback, Terry. It's much appreciated. Yeah, thank you so much, man. And now, and now, we will go into my pick. This, this is, is number two for you. This is, this is definitely a big number Always two. Always my favorite. Big number two. Your coming big at number you. two. Big stinky one. <laughs> I'm going to go with just one of the guys. Oh, good one. And I'm going with it for a, a myriad of reasons. One, it's, it's one of my favorites. I, I do love it so. Mm-hmm. It's also the one that allowed me to do this. All balls itch. It's a fact. <laughs> All balls itch. It's a fact. And I think watching it this time, because I remember, I think we didn't agree on this point, but I still am holding true to this. I don't remember a name offhand, and it's not in front of me, and we don't have time for me to be looking crap up on Imdaba. The director of the film, a woman, I don't, again, don't feel horrible. I don't remember her name offhand. And. Yes. She is now, I believe, teaches film or film theory at the University of Miami, or at least the last time I checked, around the time that we did Just One of the Guys, which, by the way, was episode 16. That one jumped out at me as like a, what? Yeah. Because that so feels many so the, familiar. I, so many of the iconic movies we've covered, or at least the episodes that felt iconic, I, I can't believe that they've been so far I know, removed, but like episode so 16, ago. we were doing one episode a week at that time. And it yeah. started off every two weeks, right? So then we slipped into the one a week. I don't yep. remember what point we shifted gears, but that had to be probably mid to late 2011, I'm guessing? It was, or was it I want to say 12? March. March 2011? Really? April? I want to say it was but it was 2011? Well, because we yeah, because we started the thing in December 2010. But we were right? doing every two weeks, so if you figure every two weeks, it would have taken us a while to get to episode 16. But it still would have been in 2011, even if it was closer to the end of the year. Yeah, maybe it was more like summer-ish. Yeah, God, it just doesn't. Yeah. I, it's weird how that happens. It does not feel that long ago. It doesn't. It doesn't. And and that honestly, I, Jason, because <clears throat> mainly because I was trying to get the feedback and all the clips and everything together. Jason was the 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 mature, responsible one who then. <laughs> Like actually went back and did his homework on episodes. I'm literally pulling these out of my butt as far as memory. But the fact that I remembered them so strongly, I was like, okay, well, then I should pick that one. Yeah. And that's why, because I remember specifically from this one being fascinated by realizing how much of this strong. And I think I remember you arguing against this point, but I'm still holding true to this. And if you just want to be contrary to be contrary, go ahead and do it, grooms. That's what I'm here for. I know. And (laughs) I remember specifically being... Intrigued by how this movie had a very strong, I don't want to say feminist bent, but that it was a strong pro-female, like because it's a sex teen sex comedy, right? So on the surface, yeah. it's, you know, and, and, and then again, my favorite. All balls itch, it's a fact. <laughs> Buddy, her brother's this total you know, little horn dog. He's got yeah. nudie pictures all over his room. And, and just it, it feels, if you on its surface, is a sex teen sex comedy from the mid-80s. Mm-hmm. But if you really go deeper, it's actually making some interesting commentary about women and women's issues and being taken seriously. Yeah, I remember we talked about that. And I, yeah. but, and I still remember you telling me that you didn't think that was intentional. I, that's my memory. I could, again, memory's a funny thing. Like, you thought that that was a happy accident. You agreed it was there. But I think you disagreed why. But the more I thought about it, it's like, well, wait a minute. The woman who directed this became a professor at a major university for, like, film yeah, theory. Maybe. I feel like it would be in her wheelhouse of intellect to, to mean that. <laughs> yeah, it could be. It, it wasn't be. just like it was made to be some sex teen comedy that some guy was churning out, you know. Then right, I'd be right. like, okay, you're probably right. It's a happy accident. <laughs> but that being said... I feel as if that was one of the earlier movies where I was surprised. Like, I think we went a little bit deeper 
about that kind of stuff like that. I've always been fascinated about either the philosophical or trying to dig deeper into the meaning of something and the, and how to connect yeah. to this thing. And I felt that that was one of the earlier episodes where we really dug in to something that on the surface you could go with, Hey, teen sex comedy, Joyce Heiser's hot. You see your boobs <laughs> to what it really was talking about. And what yeah. it really was talking about at the end of the day was, all balls itch. It's a fact. <laughs> and that's really all I took away from it. So that's my pick. That's my number two. <laughs> that's pretty good. And, you know, that's a good point because there were several, uh, and this was not intentional, so we didn't plan beforehand to say, all right, on this movie we're going to go really deep into the technical or really deep into the philosophical. There are some movies it just happened that way. Yeah. Um, and so th- that was definitely one of them, and it, it's one that surprised me, and like you said, because we thought going in was just a sex comedy. That and... I knew I loved. I had seen it multiple times. Like, yeah, I had seen you, it a long time. You never time. thought we were going to talk about it no that way. way. You know? oh, and the other thing I think I remember being surprised by, and again, have not gone back to lose the episode, I could be completely contradicting past Joel. I don't know. But my memory was <laughs> that I thought it was still surprisingly funny. I mean, I knew all the jokes. Yeah. I knew lines from the movie, but I still found myself laughing at it and in a good way and enjoying it. Yeah. So I, I, I'm happy with that one. That one is always one that Good I, pick. it was, it was, it's weird because it's one of those movies that if we had to like pick a movie out of all the movies we've covered to do it, just to do another episode on, I think that was one of the ones on my short list for some weird reason. Like I wanted to watch it again and talk about it again. Like Robo really? Cop is in that area. Yeah. Like I want to see if there's something even deeper there to go into, mm. but I digress. <laughs> and I'd be remiss if I didn't go on to the next, which Ben, thanks for beating me to that. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Phil. Yes, yes. Was it Phil or, or Ben that did that? Actually, it was, oh, I, was, it was Ben. It was Ben, yeah. Phil was the one that made us cry. Well, to be fair, they kind of sound alike. <laughs> says says the guy. A bunch of Australian guys. Yeah, you, you all got, sound the you, same. You Aussies all sound the same to me. <laughs> you Kiwis. <laughs> that was like a triple offense. That's awful. That was, that that was, was like awful. a triple that, that offender. That last one was mean. I don't even know. Yeah. A bunch of Canadians. Yeah, yeah. How do you even stand it? Yeah, exactly. And and so let's see. The the uh, the, the the United Kingdomers, the <laughs> Australians, the New Zealanders, and now the Canadians hate us. Well, guess we, what? It's our last episode. We don't care. I love how we're like we're we're basically we're basically quote unquote insulting the nicest. Wait, here we go with a real stereotype. Like the nicest people. In the world, it's not like it's not like we're making fun of Germans here. Ouch! Oh, oh. My, my stepfather's or, German, and, uh, and just Swedes. so we're clear, I wouldn't have made. Uh, yeah, well, I was no bad. I was no bad. I'm Swedish, and my my. To be fair, my stepfather is a hundred percent German, and uh, by the way, he hates that Swedish joke. So anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yes. So the next bit of uh, oh feedback is from a guy again. One of those guys, kind of like the Daryl guy. I feel like I know this guy. <laughs> Does the name Hammond ring a bell? <laughs> yes, a little bit. A little bit. Okay, let's go right into that. Hey Jason. Hey Joel. This is Hammond. I am feeling extremely nostalgic right now, thinking about the end of Forgotten Flicks. You guys were one of two podcasts I subscribed to in 2010. To get me started, I joined you guys on your journey at about, well, it was episode three or four when you did your Bruce Campbell episode. I was there through Garbage Pailed Kids. I was there through a gnome named Gnorm. I was there for the good and the bad, and I enjoyed every second of it. So you guys are responsible for me getting into podcasts, and a couple years later, 
you guys are responsible for me getting into podcasting. I would not be sitting here with a microphone in my face if it weren't for you guys giving me the opportunity to be a guest host on Forgotten Flicks. And for that opportunity, I will be forever grateful. And I can't thank you enough for giving me the opportunity. And then once I started podcasting, supporting me in said podcasts. Uh, Jason, I got to tell you, you saved our bacon when we were in Florida. And it was really nice meeting you in person. You got great kids that I met. And I really, really appreciate the fact that you took time out of your day and your life to help me fix a flat tire on a busted stroller. And I really, really appreciate that. And I cannot thank you enough for that simple act of kindness. So I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Joel, as we move forward, I'm excited for where we're going. And I can't wait to get started. Good luck, guys. Thank you, Hammond. And first things first, I don't think what you're experiencing is nostalgia. I think they call that PTSD. The fact that you've listened to us <laughs> since the beginning and, 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 and we're there through things like Garbage Pail Kids, which I still have, which is weird. This is how CND works, folks. I'm pretty confident after that episode, we both wanted to hang ourselves. Maybe that may affect been around the time that we decided that we need to do cheese ball episodes, uh, double features, far more spread out because that was also yeah. the Master, Master Universe. But here's how CND works. I have it in my head now that I still kind of like that movie. <laughs> it's because you've forgotten by now. <laughs> Indeed. And yes, Hammond, thank you. And I also love how that was set up where Jason is friggin' Gandhi slash Mother Teresa uh, reincarnated as uh, the Buddha. And I am a guy that will be doing something. That's right. Don't forget that. Yes. And... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, was, I actually thought the perfect opportunity there. He's like, Jason, you know, to meet you and all this wonderful things you did for us. And Joel, you didn't even come and meet us in person, you jackal. <laughs> have a good one, guys. Bye. Click. Good that, luck. That would have been yeah. awesome. That would have been awesome. But he didn't do that. He, he actually was nice about the whole thing, and now I'm being a snarky jerk. So, you are. <laughs> yes. And the, the thing that Hammond alluded to, I'll go into briefly at the very, very end of this. However, all right. uh, uh, I, I thank you, Hammond, and the feeling is mutual. I don't want to get all verklempt. <clears throat> um, Hammond, you're awesome. And I got to say, it was awesome meeting you and your family. And uh, this is not goodbye because you and I are going to still talk and be friends. So as are a bunch of us, which as I went back to uh, Nathan's comment, we've made some great friends that will last longer than the podcast. So um, I'm glad to have met you and I'm glad to have you as part of my life. So Thanks for being there. Yeah, you can still hear from Jason. I actually changed my mind. I'm going to let him stay on the Forgotten Flicks Facebook page um, after this. So, uh, Thanks. You will, you will get to hear from him. Um, on occasion. On occasion. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. Okay. So um, I have this next piece of feedback. What's weird is I truly am not sure who this is from because I don't believe they ever say their name. All right. Okay. So let's get into that. Hit it up. So we meet again. Jolin. Jason, <laughs> I reckon you're wondering who this is. Well, I shan't spoil it for you. 
<laughs> you see what I did there? I said spoil. <laughs> anyway, look, I'd love to say that you had a wonderful run. You, for over a hundred episodes, you entertained the masses and you discussed films with an authentic flair and never would meander about in your conversations. But the point is, is I only enjoyed listening to the episodes. Well, the movies that I'd actually seen, and a lot of the movies that I haven't seen, and quite frankly, you've seen many more films than I have. However, I had been waiting over four years for Mannequin. Four years of my life. Wait, four years! Did you know that I'd been waiting for longer than one half the time it takes Sword Bubblegum to exit my digestive tract? You sort of disappointed me for the last time. Well, for the first time. For the last time! You have disappointed me for the first time. For the last time! I shan't listen to you anymore! No more! No more. No more. No more. Do you have any ideas? <laughs> Do you have any ideas at all? Because I am at a loss. I, I thought Alfred Hitchcock, but I'm like, nope, he's been oh, dead for a while. Oh, God. That is brilliant. Oh, I hope it's the, the guy with the uh, the cat in his lap that is in the James Bond movies, because that would be awesome. Blow, Blofeld? <laughs> yes, uh, uh, I, I'm, oh, I'm pretty confident awesome. that may have been JV. I'm, I'm speculating. Maybe. And in case it was, and JV, I understand your, your pain on Mannequin, Um and for everybody else, JV may have put together and, and actually surprisingly, like way too good for us <laughs> version just... of the mannequin theme song where it wasn't just him. He actually got this amazing female vocalist. I mean, she's really good. And they sang it like a duet with <laughs> acoustical guitar. And 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 like they this has actually like been mixed in, in a way with with track. I mean, this is like actually like, holy crap, this is Good. <laughs> not not to play that most of the things JV. I was going to say you just said I was surprised that JV stuff was good. No, I didn't say that. Don't put words <laughs> in my mouth. Other things, yes, not words. All right, all right. And but because I'm pretty sure that was JV, I do want to go into. I, I I think I tracked down an amazing piece of footage, which also does dovetail with my theory that we talked about the whole Han thing a lot. No, right. Than anything else. Uh, why don't we go ahead and just check? The, uh, this is a blast into the past. But before we get into the movie house, which we will momentarily, we're going to get a little feedback. Perhaps one of the most truthful, honest, and insightful feedbacks we've ever received. If you didn't listen to our last episode, Jason and I got into mm, a bit of a, I don't know, Jason, what would you say? I was obviously the calm, rational one, while you, unfortunately, <laughs> couldn't contain your Han hate. I get a little ridiculous when I'm talking Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, we talked a little Star Wars. I recognize. And we, and we talked about Han shot first. Jason tried to actually play devil's advocate for George. <laughs> hey, I want to take a dump on everybody's childhood Lucas. <laughs> Took his side. But that's okay, because my boy JV, yeah, you know JV, which... As he points out, we don't really yet, but we do now, so that's good. <laughs> we are going to play JV's 
excellent point because not only does he make my point for me, but he subsequently bridges my argument into Empire, making a... I wish I had thought of this because this is just brilliant. <laughs> okay, so without further ado, here's our boy JV. Oh, sorry, Mr. V. Hey, guys. You know me. It's JV. Okay, you don't really know me, but then again, whoever does. Listen, I had to pause the episode the of What About Bob while driving... And I had to record, call you up and record a voicemail while driving. Uh, and by the way, this is the second take. I had to stop and, you know, redo it and actually, you know, not drive while doing it. Like, that's kind of dangerous. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Hey, guys, I'm JV. First time, long time. What up? Listen, listen, I got a couple things to say about a very important and very close to my heart thing. Okay, here's what's going on. They're all walking down the hall, you know, Lando and Leia and, 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 and the Wookiee and Han. You know, they're just walking to the, to the dining room so they can have dinner, right? And then they open up the door, and there's Vader there in the room ambushing them. And everyone's all like, oh, no, oh, no, oh. And Han pulls out his gun, and he's like, oh, yeah, and starts mother-effing shooting at Vader. You know why? Yeah, you know why? Because Han is a badass. Because Han shoots first and asks questions later. Because Greedo never shot first. <clears throat> Sorry, I got a little carried away there. No. <laughs> I'm just going to say, let me quote Jim Rome, radio host, and say, rack em. And that, but now we're back into the future. And I did was, I quote Jim Rome? Really? You, you really did. I, I, it's like as I found this clip, I'd forgotten you did that. I'm like, I remember the time when you did. I thought, really? You didn't seem like a Jim Rome fan, but whatever. Going, hey, J- Jim Rome. I'm in Cali, keeping it real. So that was the moment I I realized I love JV. <laughs> <laughs> Though I do miss his, I miss, I miss his tagline. But yeah, you know him. You know me. That was that was classic. That takes us back. Uh, that was that was back in the day. <laughs> so Jason, would you like to do your third and possibly final pick? You, we may do a, an, a brief extra one here, depending on what your third pick is. All right. Well, because uh, <clears throat> uh, I got to wrap it up quick, um, and this is tough. But uh, I went with a special pick. I actually went with. A half episode. I went with episode 66.5. Okay. Our Pariacon presentation. choice. All right. Now, I went with this for a reason because uh, up until then, you know, we had had stretched our legs a little. We had done some new things. Uh, We had uh, Kelly Maroney on. We had Lance Hendrickson on. We had done uh, the Florida Film Festival. We got press passes for it because of what we'd done. So we were really trying to do things, like I mentioned before, that were outside of our comfort zone, things we'd never done before, right? So I saw that there was a convention, sci-fi, movie, um, anime kind of convention coming to our town. Furries. Uh, Yes, (laughs) there were one or two. Um, And I reached out to the organizer of the convention and asked about us doing a panel. And leading this panel and uh, kind of talking through old movies and special effects. And it shocked the crap out of me. I actually got a response and we did it. And you and I did a presentation to a room full of strangers with two people we knew that were in the crowd. Terry, um, <laughs> Bex, Jake. No, there's three because Bex three, and Jake. Three, three, that's right. Because yeah. uh, that's right. Um, so, I mean, it, but 
I didn't pick it because it was our best moment. I mean, it was stiff and uh, we were making a presentation and, you know, we, 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 we never done anything like brilliant. that. We, we'd never done anything like that before. But what I love was it was something we had never done before. Yeah. And we really pushed ourselves out there. And for both of us, uh, it felt like a turning point in what we were deciding to do uh, in our lives and, and with uh, other stuff that we had for projects and other things we were doing with uh, um, websites and everything else. So for me, this was a big moment that we took this leap Yeah, and we actually went out and did it. And we put together a presentation. We had our film clips. We got um, a laptop. I mean, we, we did a presentation in a room full of people in stadium seating. I mean, and, and it was, other, and, and as I recall, other than the David Tennant wannabe, it was, it was well-received. I mean, we, yeah, we so other had than some... him, that guy, if you're listening right now, guy, <laughs> you're no, I, sir, Front row, I, I knew side. David Tennant and you saw no David Tennant. Yeah. And what do you think with that coat? That's not a, that's not his coat. We need some knockoff. At, I remember at, everything at we said, factory. everything we said, we got one of those like, Eye rolls, talk to yourself movements. And he's like in the front row. He's like, the, oh, right. Like, that's what he was doing. Yeah, like, you got, like, yeah that's. He was arguing. Like, how I'm sure a lot of you who've listened to the podcast, <laughs> oh, come on. Why would you think that? Like, he was doing that, like, kind of under his breath. Every, almost everything we said. Yeah. Yeah. But aside from that, which we didn't obsess over at all. No. Uh, it was it was well received. And it was just another one of those things that this podcast, I feel like, how it helped us grow yep. and what it did for my life. Cause there were so many things along the way that were incredible related to this, like the Florida film festival thing. We never did it again, but the fact that we got press passes sure. and we went and saw movies that uh, before they were released to the public and we get to, you know, be a part of something that was pretty awesome. Um, doing stuff like that. It, I would have never thought of it before. And it gave me the confidence and me, the exciting uh, energy, you know, to keep yeah. moving forward and push for other things. So this was just kind of the pinnacle of all that stuff we did. Um, you know, even tying it back to, I, I said, I was going to mention it, uh, trying to get other celebrities on the show. Uh, I reached out and I came really close to a couple people that I wish we could have had on uh, schedules. I mean, none of them were mean, all of them no, were very nice, no. but we just never got them. Uh, we actually had William Zabka really close uh, we, I talked with him uh, back and forth, chatted with him, and then um, uh, had his assistant's email and got really close to his schedule, went crazy. Um, I almost had Mr. Belding. Remember him? Yeah, I remember him. I didn't know you almost had him. Yeah, we talked to him back and forth. Uh, John Land it was not John Landis. Um, Dean Kundi. Uh, Dean Kundi. Yeah. Uh, we had Dean Kundi. He was really close. He was really nice, and he actually said – uh, he was getting ready to go on a film shoot uh, in Europe for a couple of months, and um, yeah, he got like tied we haven't up heard that, that excuse before. <laughs> so, um, but we just came close on a, on, a, on a handful of people. Wish we could have had, but it was so nice to get to talk to him too. But anyway, that goes back to the I would have never had the courage to no. try to reach out and talk to those people and then get them on the show and, uh, and and do something like that before. And and now, uh, you know, it's it's almost second nature, and and that's one of the things that I take away from this whole experience is this show changed me as a person uh, and it made me better. And I absolutely love every second of everything we've done. And uh, that these are the types of things that I'm most proud of are the things like Pariah Khan and the film festival and Kelly Maroney and uh, 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 what was that guy's name? Uh, Lance something or other. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but those kind of, those things make me uh, proud of what we've done. As much as the fact that we've done it for four years and 130 episodes almost, so that 
that to me is was a highlight. So that's why I picked it as my last pick. Excellent. And I couldn't have said it any uh, sappier. <laughs> I figured you'd save the tear jerky crap to the end. Thanks, Grooms. Sorry. Right. So I'm going to go into the last bit of feedback. All right. This guy we know full well. I don't even have to say his name, but, but I will. It's Peter. Hey, guys. It's me. I'm outside taking a walk because apparently that's the only only time I have to record these things because at home there's too much and uh, well you know so taking a walk is a uh, is a uh, time for myself and for you so the last episode huh makes me sad saying that uh, back in 2010 I think on Twitter I uh, met a gentleman who went by uh, Viva VHS, Dale, as it were, who on Mondays did these quizzes with uh, letters he quote-unquote cut from uh, uh, posters and VHS covers. Great fun, and every Monday you get to twist your mind out of shape, more or less. After a while, he moved these quizzes from Twitter to... Uh, another uh, a movie site called Forgotten Flicks. And uh, that was the first time I made acquaintance, so to speak, with that site. The, the quizzes continued. They were still brain-bendingly uh, difficult. But I started to exchange mail with Joel, and uh, I did a couple of the, the poster puzzlers. Remember those? And later I started doing the reviews. And... I've had a great time. Then I had the honor of appearing on uh, the podcast a couple of times. It was a blast. I hope you know that. Which brings us to now. Four years later. So give or take a month or two or so. And uh, it's the end. Makes me sad. I made some good friends. Joel, Jason, also Kevin Spencer, who I met. 2000, well, not met, but online anyway, in 2011, almost a year before he started doing the, the show art on the, on the site. Uh, I'm honored to call you guys good, good friends, although we haven't met in person yet, I think I have to add. You never know what the future holds. But um, I, and I know the site's still going to be there, and I'll still contribute to it, and the, all the episodes will still be there, but... Damn it. No new ones will appear. We'll have the old ones to go back and, and talk about. We had a good good couple of laughs. I mean, holy crap, man. We, we interviewed Lance Henriksen together for the first time and the second time with Kevin. We had some good discussions. Parents was a good one. So I'll, I'll wrap this up. I'll, I'll, I could go on and on. I, 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 don't, I don't even know how to... I mean, it's not just uh, the whole, the, the site, all of it has has brought together a, a great bunch of people. I hope you know I love you guys. It's been a great run, and I know we're not going to part ways. I mean, that would be stupid. So, uh, again, damn it, I don't know what to say. It's been a great run. I hope we can do it again sometime in some shape or form. But Joel, Jason... I bid you a great, great last episode, and I will talk to you offline. 
<sighs> Damn it. I'm not gonna not gonna break up. I'll see you guys. Bye bye. I'm gonna let you go first. <laughs> um Yeah. I go back to what I said before. The one thing the show has done is, as I mentioned before, brought together a group of really cool people. And at the risk of sounding like an old fart, this whole notion that people with similar likes can get together from all around the world uh, and kind of share in that is amazing to me. And the show may not be producing new episodes, but nothing is ending. Because to me, this the show lit something on fire that can't be put out. I mean, uh, we're going to be friends with... Uh, these folks for a very long time, and they have been uh, a part of you and I's lives outside of Joe quite a bit. Um, we've we've gotten to know a lot of these people, and and thankfully meet some of them in person, and hopefully eventually meet some more in person. Um, I did look up uh, airfare, and uh, Peter, unless you're going to help front the three thousand dollars to get to, uh, <clears throat> uh, I, I think it still is uh, the closest to go to Copenhagen to to get to your house, but. My wife and I have already talked. That's going to be our retirement present. So uh, we will meet in person uh, one day. So it's like what, uh, maybe eighteen months from now? <laughs> it's, it's close. No, I mean, I, I, I mean it in that I don't feel sad because there's so many people that just they're not going away uh, out of our lives. We aren't putting this out there um, for everyone to enjoy and be a part of as a show anymore and at least not anything new but it has started something with all of these folks that has been incredible to me and that's the best part of it that's the absolute best part of it so um peter we'll we'll talk to you soon it's uh it's not farewell for any of you so yeah i yeah i yeah <laughs> i concur with everything mr groom said said the parrot <clears throat> and <laughs> i Obviously, I'm planning on continuing some other things, and I think for time's sake, because I I know Jason, I've been going at this now for an hour and 45 minutes, and I'm sure he's going to be having to wrap this up soon. Uh, so, no, no, I'm good to go. I've, I've moved on to uh, safe pastures. Okay. <laughs> Hence why the signal may have changed the smidgen. That's okay. <laughs> That's true. Um, but uh, I'm oddly not—I I totally was going into this episode thinking I would get a little misty-eyed before he was out, mm -hmm. and I'm not. I feel very at peace. It's the best way to put it. Like I'm it's you could tell when something's an amicable situation because you don't feel animosity, you don't feel angry, you don't feel sad. It just, you know, it, it was it was time for a number of reasons. And uh, yep. I I get what he's saying 100%. I know that for me there are other things in the podcasting arena I want to experiment with and test mm -hmm. and and quite frankly, you know, the after doing a gajillion of those bonus episodes. I enjoyed that angle of, of talking to all these totally, you know, different people from different walks of life for, for shorter uh, bits of time about one idea about the, for that it was the idea of, you know, what was a movie you saw as a kid that still scares you today. Just that idea of positioning a question to somebody mm -hmm. and getting their feedback. And, you know, so I, I don't know if that'll take some form, but the point being, this isn't the end really of anything. It, it, it's an, it's a, Insert cliche here. It's a new beginning. <laughs> but unlike Friday the 13th Part 5, it won't suck. <laughs> so thank you, yes, Peter. And, that was very nice. And that's awesome. And and I will say, uh, you know, you and I have talked about this a little bit. Um, while the regular show uh, may be going on the shelf, 
uh, indefinitely. Um, I, I think that there is a very good possibility that Spooky Flicks Fest may resurrect yep. every single year because at the end of the year, I may get into the place where I really, really need to get my uh, my podcast and horror flicks. So um, it's not gone forever, and uh, definitely I'm not off the airwaves forever. But um, I agree with you. I think it's it's much more of a you finish the race, you know, and it's yeah. time to move on. It's not a bad thing. You're, you are excited for what you've done. Um, so it, uh, don't feel sad, Peter. Nothing's, nothing's going to end and, except and, the show. And, 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 and <laughs> I feel, I do feel that I should have introduced him as blue Peter. Cause he said he was outside <laughs> and I'm pretty confident he was just randomly. It sounded at first there like he was just ro- walking along the edge of a highway. He's stumbling across the yeah. street. Like there's whatever the equivalent. I don't is know in, where I'm going. Yeah. Whatever the equivalent is of an interstate in Sweden. The, is it the Audubon? Is it the? What were you next to? I, I'm at the actual. Please don't shooting. run out into the highway, Peter. Because it will have to bury you in the pet cemetery. It's not bad. It's not that bad. And yet. we all know that sometimes dead is better. So thank you for that, my friend. And now yes. on to my final pick. All right. I actually contemplated making this Black Christmas. This is, by the way, Joel's clever way of inserting something that he's not actually picking, but is in fact mentioning it. I did, yeah. I thought about that one too. That was on my short list. Yes, and it, Tom, the fanboy, tickles me to no end that you had that turned you on to that movie because I feel that's one of those movies everybody who loves a good classic horror flick should be turned on to. But I'm not going it, to that. Yeah, I, and I agree. I don't want to insert this here. It was on my short short list. Yes, because I felt like that was one of the best. Um, Analyzing jobs we did with the movie, but totally. Wasn't I planned. love a good analyzing job. First off, <laughs> but, but we we had spent. Uh, you know, I'd never seen it before, and we sat down and watched it. And when we when we talked through it, I, and we had done what episode was that? Do you remember what yes, number? Forty six. Forty six. Okay, so we had done quite a few movies by then, and I felt by that point. I, we were noticing and talking about things that as a layman before we started the show, I never would have thought of. We talked about the camera angles and the way that they played with the eye and the way all of that stuff. That was the beginning of when I felt like I could see those types of things in movies. And it, it was one of those that I was surprised by. And it's now one of my favorites as well. Um, kind of a sleeper hit. But I think for us, it was a bellwether for the fact that we, um, really got into the technical details of the movie more than we had in the past. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I personally have always been fascinated by those aspects. And I think I don't, I, yeah, I never have. And oh, I mean, I am, but I've never really gotten into them. I took a, a semester of a film class in, in yeah. college, but nothing well, like what you had done. And, and so to be able to see that stuff was easy to me. And I think, and I, and you know, and I mean, again, the whole, like, let's part our kimonos a little bit more, you know, I, I think that, Early on, for you, there, I don't want to say it was something that made you uncomfortable, but I think there was a marginal concern on your part about, you know, that being something not completely in your wheelhouse. And oh, I, knew, I knew yeah. you knew enough about movies in general that you could easily and, and, and you sure as hell can talk that you would be able to hand, <laughs> you could handle your own. I knew that. And that, but that episode, it proved to you more than me, because I think I, it's like one of those 
Yeah, I knew you had it yeah. in you, buddy. Um, and and I think, but I think for me too, I knew I loved that movie because that movie I had seen multiple times. I knew I loved it. I knew it wasn't C and D for me. I think there's yeah. a part of me though, because even though it was a decent amount after Assault and Precinct 13, I think there was a part of me because that may have been one of the first ones. I don't know this for sure because I have to go back and look at all the ones in between. But it was one of the first ones where I knew I loved the movie, and you had never seen it, and I was like, oh crap! If he pulls an Assault and Precinct 13 on this one. <laughs> You were genuinely concerned like, about whether I, or not. I'm <laughs> pretty confident we may not have hit episode 50 if you, if you hated that movie. Yeah. <laughs> See, but that's the honesty in what we did. Is by that time, we, we realized that we would say what we really thought. Yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, I agree but, with you. All that, no, all was, that was why. But so that's yeah. not my pick. Uh, no. <laughs> I decided to go with the low-hanging fruit, the, the obvious one. The one I'm assuming you said was going to have to be a pick of yours if I didn't at least mention it. Yep. Um, it's actually a, a twofer. Uh, uh, come on, people. Really? It was having Lance Hendrickson on the friggin' show. <laughs> wait, wait. The f- which time? <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I mean. Episode 60 and episode 82. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> yes, both of them. No oh. offense, Kelly Maroney. You were awesome, too. Yes, yes, especially the time when you told her that you lost your your or you were uh, she kickstarted your puberty. Yes, which, uh, seeing her. Which, what the worst part about this? I actually told Grooms before we recorded it. Did I tell you that I was thinking about doing that? Oh yes, yes, you mentioned it. Like oh, I know. I, I, I and I don't know if you <laughs> believed me or not. Because again, I, I didn't. I thought you were just bullshitting. You know, yeah, you know, we're gonna say. And then I actually to dropped it, and yeah, that was that was that was definitely one of my high points, one of my classier was, moments. <laughs> It's all kinds of awesome. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, Mr. Henriksen, I'm sorry. Friggin' Bishop, for the love of God. Oh, man. And full props, that was all Peter. Peter. 100%. all Peter. Real quick, I have to to go, because I'm sure you have some cool stuff to point out about that, but... Just to show you, to put this in perspective, I'm sitting in front of, they're around no longer, but they, it's like a little quickie store here in the Central Florida area. Uh, Jason would know it very, very well. And I was sitting in front, in, waiting for my wife. She ran inside to get something. Kids were in the back seat. It was, it was, I think we may be going to it. We have a drive-in in this area. It's almost 60 mm-hmm. years old, and or it is 60 years old. And we were going there, so I think we were doing the whole, we were sneaking stuff in. Yeah, Joel, way to support the drive-in by buying their concessions. Anyway, so... <laughs> I'm I'm staying I'm sitting there and I have my iPad. It was like right after I got my iPad too. All of a sudden I must have had Skype on. All of a sudden I get the bloop and it's Peter. I'm like, oh, this would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Sitting in my car talking to a dude who's in Sweden that I like. Let's do this. So I bring mm-hmm. him on. He goes, okay, my friend, I have to tell you. He asked me something like, you know, I, I get you have to get on real quick. I have to tell you something. I was like, oh crap, did something bad happen? And, he did the same thing with me, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, and, and so when and I'm sitting there in a car, right? I'm in a van, a minivan, the moo moo of the car world. And I'm sitting there, and he gets on. And he's like, okay. So I go to this. He goes the short. Long story short, I met this convention. I meet Lance Hendrickson. I thought that's what he said. I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's awesome, man. Great job. He wants yeah, to right? be. He agreed right. to be on your show. <laughs> I know. I was I like, okay, pop. I know. <laughs> I was like, I was like, shut your mouth. I was like, I was like, that's what I was like. That sound came out of my mouth. Mid-sentence. So anyway, that was the moment he told me that first time that he was going to be on. Yep. Uh, Yes, that was uh, because he called me too. And I think he might have actually called me first. Oh, of course he did, Jason, because he likes no, you better. No, because he tried to get you. No, no, no. He's trying to get you, and he said something like, 
I honestly don't remember, but it was something that he was trying to get a hold of you and he had this news to tell you and uh, he knew you would be more freaked out than I would be. Um, but it was, yeah, it was all Peter. All it was, and even the second time because he apparently Lance Hendrickson actually really likes Peter, which I understand why because Peter's a great guy. But the second time around, Peter set that up. No, oh, yeah, yep. So, and, and it's also I think because um, Peter goes to a lot of conventions there, um, but apparently Lance goes to a lot of the sci-fi conventions there, and this is where Peter would call in and normally tell us exactly why and what's going on. But he goes to a lot, and so they get to see each other uh, there a couple times. Plus, they Skype and and all that. But yeah, that. The, going into that is the most scared oh I have God. ever been going into our show. I actually, to be fair, uh, other, the very first episode I recorded eight times by myself in a closet and I was crapping my pants. That was the first, that was my first scared. Kelly Maroney, I was actually more scared because I'd never interviewed a cele- quote unquote celebrity before. I was actually in therapy, in therapy at that time. <laughs> and I had a therapist look at me and go, you're just going to ask some questions, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I got snark from a therapist, <laughs> but I totally get why. I was very nervous, but it was a fun, like, I'm about to jump out of an airplane nervous with Mr. Hendrickson. The best thing was we had no idea who Lance was going to be, you know, yes. like what kind of person he was going to be when we talked to him on the phone. Was he going to be one of those, you know, stuck up, I'm important and I'm rich and you guys are lucky to have me. And, and then when we started talking to him and he fu- and he was just like funny and he was happy to be there and he was so nice that broke the ice yes and i hated for that interview to end oh my god and the other thing is he stuck around for a long time like he was he was oh dude yeah it's like over an an hour hour, i think right yeah it was over an hour the first one was longer i believe yeah uh than the second one but it was fantastic i agree if you wouldn't have picked that one i would have because that was unbelievable and and i would say it's also to my knowledge the only episode other than going through and if I have to edit out something like Skype pooping out on us or something like that. Yeah. That I listened to from beginning to end. And the only reason I did was because it was in preparation for the second interview with him. And I wanted to make sure I didn't cover too much (laughs) of the same ground. But that's the only episode (laughs) that I have listened to soup to nuts to starting this thing. Really? Yep. That's why I picked it because it is in fact really the only one. (laughs) I mean, I've listened to clips of other ones and things like that, but uh, that's that's funny. That's funny. It's your favorite episode uh, because it's the only one you've listened to. (laughs) Well, and because we freaking had Lance Hendrickson on the show. But to to real quick, to reinforce your point, I will say that one of the biggest fears I had is that if he had been a dick, he wasn't. He was the complete opposite of that, which would technically make him a a whoa. No. Uh, And I'm pretty sure that I, I i remember having the the concern I, he see everything i saw about him he seemed very down to earth and cool but yeah, yeah. it's just aliens is one of the greatest movies ever and it's like if he had been there the baggage would have been there oh it's a, oh, yeah the fear wasn't that it was going to be uncomfortable talking that to it would him ruin aliens yeah. or near dark <laughs> for me because you can have that feeling of oh uh, they're, he, you know, he's a jerk. Yeah, some some celebrities are. It's okay, and we would have just blown it off, yes. right? And we would have just uh, moved on. But the fact that there were there were movies that we were absolutely enamored with that he was connected to, and be like, I can't watch his movies again. He's ass. Oh, <laughs> I probably eventually could have, but but I would have had to have some serious time in between. <laughs> And just be like, it's it not him, hard. it's his character. It's just a character. I like Bishop. Bishop's... But thankfully, he just reinforced how awesome he is. Oh, yeah. he's freaking amazing. He was amazing. Yeah. And it's just like, he is, like, even for the few moments that we didn't record, like when he, that was him. From what you hear, guys, yeah. and that that's him, man. He was Beginning great. to end. 
real, yeah, very fact, real dude. It was awesome. And him telling us, I mean, him telling us stories from his childhood when he would oh, sit yeah. and watch movies in a theater. And I mean, uh, he was as open with us as if we were friends that have known him for 20 years. And he put us at the end. You guys want me back on again? Call me. I'd love to come back on again. He was he was just that genuine and that oh, nice. Yeah. So, and yeah. it just the fact that I think, too, I, I love the movie stories, but. I yeah. loved hearing about that stuff. I loved the, the whole pottery thing. And I remember when I was doing research for the interview on him that the first one, I found the, I discovered the whole pottery thing. I had no idea about that. And I remember that was a cool moment. That's another reason why I wanted to pick this one. It was the moment when I realized, yeah. you know, I actually want to know more about that aspect of him than even the yeah. other stuff. Because yeah. nobody that I've ever heard has ever – because I never heard of that about yeah. him. And I figured my guess was, and I think – I may have been all right, right on this. He probably was sh- somewhat surprised <laughs> that we yeah, went there. that we asked about it. Or yeah, he, yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and I think it probably—I don't want to say it endeared us, but I think it probably is why, to a little degree, and, and the fact that he loved Peter, the, the fact that he would come on again because we went—we oh, yeah. went to places with him that I don't think most. Oh, we love you, Lee Sedgwick, and we think Aliens is awesome, which we yeah, did. We yeah. did that, but I think the fact that we were willing to go to places with him that maybe he hadn't gone before in a lot of interviews. As a person, yeah, I mean, getting yes. to know him as a person, because one of the things that you and I have both talked about, having people on the show, um, you know, not counting Kelly or Lance, I mean, because they were known figures, but even anyone else we had on, the whole reason we had the Midnight Syndicate guys on, we had uh, Paul Osborne on, everybody else is, we wanted to have them on as movie lovers, and we wanted to ask them about their favorite movies, and the things they liked about movies, and the things that, uh, uh, you know, they had good memories about when they were kids, and the things that connected them, so it's not just fanboy out to the point of so that time when you were bishop that was cool yeah you know i mean it wasn't it wasn't that we we wanted to have people on who were were movie fans like us and it's cooler that they've been in the industry or it's Mm -hmm. it's sometimes more interesting uh for us to hear about stuff we've already um seen so i mean just in general yeah i've always loved it that the people that we've talked to in the show, it's always just been a group of, of movie lovers. And no matter if it was Lance Hendrickson or, or anybody else, yep. uh, that's what we've loved talking about and talking through. So that's what I loved about him that surprised me. And I think that's why we name dropped him so much or talked about him so much is because he was such a cool guy, not just because he was a celebrity, um, but just because he was so nice and so amazing. So, yeah, I agree a hundred percent. So my friend, do you, I guess we're, we've reached the end of all the picks, and uh, we've got all the feedback in. Damn. Do you have any anything that you want to touch on before I throw out the final words idea? My only, my only final thoughts, and this is another one that I almost picked, was episode two. Uh, this is where you had done the intro episode, the 10 minutes introducing what uh-huh. Forgotten Flicks is. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you and I had decided we were going to do Tron, mm-hmm. the original, and the remake. Mm-hmm. And we it's the first movie you and I went and saw together. And we went to the theater and very slyly went over behind some video games with your little pocket recorder, digital recorder, to record a man on the street. Here we are at the theater getting ready to go see it. Side note, sidebar, uh, not creepy at all. Two men in their 30s standing near video games at a movie theater with a guy kind of extending his pocket out like he wants to record something. 
and we're talking we're very close to each other yeah we that are, wasn't creepy at all <laughs> we're, we're whispering yeah yeah <laughs> and then we went in and saw and saw the movie um oh you mean jason you mean i kept dreaming of a world i thought i'd never see <laughs> and then one day something happened bad cgi <laughs> um but that just i remember that day as clearly as yep, uh, yesterday and so um it's just been a fantastic ride and uh <clears throat> it, it's been a blast and uh i am pleased to have done this and i'm glad to have you as part of my life and this as a massive trophy uh the biggest in my life on my mantle so thank you Oh, and uh, I want to say really thank you to all the listeners, all the fans, everybody who's given us any kind of review or feedback, anything at all. Anybody who's contributed to the site and people who've contributed to the podcast, anything, all of that Mm -hmm. stuff. And honestly, and I sincerely mean this, most of all to you, Mr. Jason Grooms, I swear to God, I'm like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. Because prior to this, I'm not saying I, I still ain't got some issues to, to, to contend with. Uh, it turns out I'm human. You know, not quite human. I won't tell anybody. Don't not worry. Not quite human. Lance Henriksen's autobiography. Get that. <laughs> or no, it wasn't. It was it not quite human. What the hell was it called? Not was it not bad for a human? That was it. Not bad for yeah. a human. Yes. Because in our episode it was not bad for a couple of humans. Yeah, that was yeah. it. Yes, we we yeah. were. Oh, aren't we clever? And <laughs> I you made the whole point about it, how it changed your life. It did the exact same thing for me because again, parrot boy here. Um, Mm. and prior to this experience, I couldn't, I didn't believe, let me phrase that. I didn't believe I was capable of doing the things that we did. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, you brought the Priacon. I remember, I think that was one where you called me and I was out back with my kids and I think it was around the time we did the podcast award thing. And you said, Hey, if we could go out there, did you, would you want to, I was like, no. Oh, that's right. Cause we got nominated for yeah, best movie that, podcast. Yeah. That that's in 2011. Yeah. We lost out to the film sat guys. Thanks Scott Johnson. And, <laughs> and <laughs> we, we, I remember you asking me that. And I remember the idea of terror. Like, no, I wouldn't. Why would I, why would I do that? <laughs> and, I think though that laid a, and a, sort of a, a seed of the idea that once the Priacon thing came around, I was terrified because I'm the whole public speaking bigger fear than death, folks. Mm-hmm. I actually stopped going for my college degree five credits short at a community college. I didn't go back for four years because of a speech class. I, uh... Now, under the guise of, I'm going to go try to be a filmmaker now, uh, that was my excuse. But honestly, deep inside, one of the biggest reasons why is I had that was one of the last classes I had to take. And I remember thinking, oh, yeah, I won't ever take that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Let's not do this. Uh, and, then, and, so, <laughs> and then I went, and, and honestly, college totally wasted on the young. But I went back and I was like yeah. 20, in my mid to late 20s, way better. And I did way better. But that's a side. But I digress. So, yeah. point is, that whole experience, it changed me too. And and I I, I feel like I've, I don't, worry as much i still do but don't worry nearly as much about what people think and Mm -hmm. you know when nathan talked about putting himself out there like just the idea of of hammond even remotely hammond just so you know buddy 
while we may have give you a moment of inspiration, and we really appreciate that, that's all you, bro. I mean, yes, absolutely. We didn't put your balls on the line. You did. Yeah. And I, I love the fact that you did. I love you for it. I love that Nathan had the balls to put out a story. I mean, how many people talk about that? Oh, I'm going to write him a right, and they don't do it. And he yep. puts it out there. You know, on Wattpad, actually, I got a not drop for Nathan. Go to Wattpad and check out his stuff. Nathan Little. There you go, Nathan. And the point <laughs> I'm trying to make is all you guys, I mean, anybody who left us feedback, anybody who contributed, the, the fact that you put yourself out there, the, all these folks that came on these bonus episodes that did that, every one of you guys. Mm-hmm. And that, that you brought up the man in the arena, look that up, Teddy Roosevelt, like 1910 or whenever the hell the speech was, the yep. man in the arena. It, it's about putting yourself out there because it's easy speaking from experience, to be the dick, the D-bag, who is anonymous and 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 makes all these comments. Prior to the podcast, Jason and I would sit around, we had all of our opinions about all this stuff, but it was just between us. But to put your stuff out there, and we're, uh, 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 case in point, the Bruce Campbell episode, I'll never forget, Shannon, I love you so much, I'll never forget getting a PDF, point by point, of everything we got wrong about Bruce Campbell. I love, that freaked me out so bad when you did that, I was like, what? oh my god. We see how we were so self conscious oh about God. that. Because we first off, I'm a huge out. Campbell fan, and she's like, I'm like, she's right. I did get that wrong. Oh my God. And, yep. and she didn't mean anything. She was totally just trying to help. But yep. at the time, I was like, oh, Jesus, what have I done? Oh, and it freaked me out. But it, it was awesome because I look back on that. I think, thank God she did that. It mm-hmm. didn't kill me. And she was right. And how many times did we have things like that happen that stopped us in our tracks yes. and we thought, uh oh, oh, Oh my God, we did something wrong. Oh, we can't yeah. do this anymore. It was a lizard brain. It was yes. totally the lizard brain kicking and going, oh, I got to run now. I can't take this. Yeah. Getting a bad review, getting a comment, getting yeah. somebody saying something or uh, making a suggestion. Sure. That we're doing something not good. It, it, it was, it was just a pile of challenges yep. that kept us going. Yep. And it made us stronger, every single one of them. Yep. Talking to the people we did, meeting the people we have. It's not the, it wasn't just the encouragement, because uh, we've gotten a lot of that. We've gotten 90% encouragement, 10% roadblocks. It's those 10% of roadblocks that define your character. And those are the things that have lifted us to where we are. Because, and I'm not saying we're successful in, you know, we're rich and famous or any of that. No, but, but mean, that's not success, dude. Success no, that's not. is you wrote... Two books. Mm-hmm. You're starting a side business, to, regardless of all the awesome other stuff you got going on in your life, right? You're mm-hmm. doing things that I'm not saying that, you know, because you did the Forgotten Flicks podcast. That's the whole reason why. But had you never done it, yeah, you may have eventually done some of those things. But yeah, I don't think so. But I don't when? think but so. You don't know. But mm-hmm. I'm saying it could be ten years from now. Yep. You'd have wasted. And who knows I, what kind of confidence I would have had for any of that? Yeah. Sure, exactly. And that's yep. where I come at. I think. I mean, my God, because we if we had never done this podcast, I can tell you yep. now. I well, first off, would have never done a podcast. I would have never. <laughs> I would have never put myself out there the way I have in in other areas in, in my uh, you know personal life. I you know started last year. As some of my closer friends know. I just as an experiment because I always was fascinated. I loved comic strips. I loved drawing, and I was always appreciative of Mad Magazine. But I couldn't draw. I couldn't draw a stick figure. I believe that. I have every day since the beginning of this year drawn and i don't suck i'm not like i'm not <laughs> more than that you're really good <laughs> well I, I can't really say that because i can see what massive areas of improvement but here's the key but here's the key i'm actually a point where i'm almost like to where i actually want to share that like publicly with people i would mm-hmm. not even contemplated it i dude even though i, did I still so- remember listen i still remember the first day you showed me your first drawing 
And how nervous you oh, were God, to show yeah. me the drawing. But there was a point, like, if we had not done the podcast, I would have never done the drawing, yeah. A. And B, had I, there's no way in hell I would have shown it to you. Yeah. It's it's a change in perspective. It is. And and that's where, you know, Hammond and Nathan and uh, everybody else, and, and Peter and uh, Kevin. Mags all, and Jesse uh, yeah. and Gail and da da da, da. Yeah, everybody, everybody, you know you're out there. If we forgot to meet you, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no it's, it's the idea that sometimes... Just take a risk. Yep. Sometimes it sounds crazy, and sometimes people are going to say, "Ooh, you're going to do what?" Yep. Don't listen. You have to have the courage to step up and try it, because the best thing you can do is fail. Yep. You can get out there, make a mistake, get out there, make an ass of yourself, yep. say something stupid, uh, uh, do something we're stupid. We're good at that. We, we're great at it. But then, the what that teaches you is you get back up and you do it again. And I never did that before this. I never put myself out like this um, and just kept going. And I mean that sincerely because I remember we had done this for about two years or so. And mm-hmm. I remember thinking, I've done this more religiously and put more effort into this than most jobs I've had in my life. Yeah. You know, because I'm like, and we did it for, for nothing. Yep. We have made zero dollars and zero cents off of this. And, it's, and um, in many cases, negative. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Because of the, the expense we put, but yeah. the fact that we did it because we yep. loved it and we did it because we wanted to share with other people, sure. that's what pushed us forward. And, and that's the best thing I've gotten out of this. I love movies and I will, I will love movies for the rest of my life, especially 80s movies. Um, but this show and what we've done has been so much more to me. And that's one of the things I didn't want to leave today uh, without making sure everybody knew is that we've loved doing this and we love entertaining you guys, but this has been so much bigger for us yeah. um, than just the movies we've watched. And and just to reinforce that, that what you just said is exactly the issue for me, that the this show helped me learn something, which is you, not only is it okay to fail and make mistakes, it's awesome. It is yes. what you want. And, and people are like, oh, I can't fail. I, can't. I was such a perfectionist. Oh, my God. Ask Terry. And then the worst part about being a perfectionist is, by the way, <laughs> you don't end up with perfection. Because here's a newsflash. It doesn't <laughs> effing exist. <laughs> no, you end up with not doing anything because you can't yeah, get something perfect. It's and it you just... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, an ex- it's a way to avoid is what it's really about. And and I, I and for you perfectionists listening, bless you. I've been there. I understand. You even right now probably think, oh, no, it's not. It's about you want the best part. Okay, keep telling yourself that. Good for you. I, mm-hmm. I, am, I am you. And right now, by the way, I'm just talking to Joel. Um, <laughs> so if anybody who's listening, this really isn't directed. It's directed at myself. But the fact is, perfectionism is bullshit. It doesn't work. It just holds you back from doing the work that matters. And all the work that matters is, is that you put your voice out there. Because last time I checked, we all got different fingerprints. We've all got unique fingerprints. We've all got unique DNA. Even if you got similar things to other people, you're, you yourself are this unique copy. And the very fact that you contribute, you could try to contribute a carbon copy of something that somebody else does. It doesn't matter. It still has your unique stamp on it, especially if it's coming from a sincere place. And the only way to overcome fear, the only way to overcome all this bullshit self-doubt, by the way, now it's coming out, and <laughs> is by failing. Failing, yep. is, keep telling yourself that. Failing is awesome. Failing is up because the only way you learn, the only way you move forward is to fail. Think of a two, not even a two-year-old, sorry, a little kid, however old they are when they start to learn to walk. You think I'd know by now I got three. In that ballpark, <laughs> like a one-ish. Nine months to yeah, a year. Nine, no, yeah, like a year. year and a, yeah. 
How many do, does a little kid fall down and go, screw it. If I can't run a marathon right off, I'm not even gonna bother. No, they get up and they fall down again. And they keep doing it. They don't overthink it. That's all we're telling you. And the fact that you guys even remotely hint that, hey, you guys inspired me to that that and I'll never forget, I'm, and I'm going to end on this moment, and my rant is over, and then I'm, and then I'm going to talk about Han Chicken <laughs> I was say, now it sounds like a walk in the woods with you. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, it's getting closer. <laughs> and when Gail, I'll never forget, and I know it was her, she tweeted out a long time ago, something to the effect of having a rough day at work, but just listened to episode blah, 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 of Forgotten Flicks, and it made me smile. Do you understand that was worth a million dollars? That was worth more than a million dollars to me. That's one of my favorite moments, too, because I remember she said that you guys make my workday better. Yeah, something like that. And it was like, oh, my. That was that was that moment when you go, holy crap. That's better than talking to Lance Henriksen. Yeah, it was. I, I love you, Lance, but it was yep. that moment it was. was like, OK, yeah, we're good. I mean, I, yep. I like that. Now I get because I you, know, you have those moments where you're like, okay, you know, we we love doing the show, but we're tired. We got all this <laughs> stuff going on. But those are the kind of things that make people want to keep going. That want to, you know, that's if you have a podcast or something else you love, just send them a quick message and say, hey, man, just just so you know, it it means a lot to me that you do this. Yeah, and we've said this. We said this a bunch of times in the beginning because in the very beginning we watched numbers a lot. We wanted to see how many people were downloading how many mm-hmm. people listening but once we realized what we what was really motivating for us with this yeah uh we had said this before if we only did this show for the two dozen people that are really big yeah uh into the show or who have been our supporters and we know love it if no one else but those yep. small handful of people we'd be happy yep that's yep. it's it, that that would be enough for us to keep going and keep doing this yep um, and we've said that all along and and i to this day, it's the same thing. I feel like we sit here and we are making this show for Phil. We are making this show for Ben. We are making the show for Peter. That's what P- Europeans. I, I love about Basically, it. we're just making the show for <laughs> Europeans. <laughs> no Scottish people because, you know. Well, hey, uh, <laughs> Robertson. <laughs> I, I will say um, we, we'll go ahead and wrap up the, the suck up love fest. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 self, the self-development philosophical rant. Um <laughs> We need to do a self-help podcast yeah. next. Oh, my God. Every one of them would be like the last 15 minutes of the show. I would be so exhausted, but they'd be like, hey, you could do it, damn it. So I, I do want to say, do not unsubscribe from yes. the feed. And yes. the reasoning is there's a couple of things. I'm going to high-level hit on them, but the, I, I'm actually thinking I'm going to go and record like a quick little bonus thing that'll come out probably a week or two after this one. That'll be more yeah. of a, a summation of a few things. But mm-hmm. the first thing if you never listened to Off Script with Jason and Joel, those guys are wacky. That was a <laughs> podcast Jason and I did. We did like 13 episodes. Was it 12 or 13? I couldn't yeah. remember. It was uh, 12 or 13, yeah. And yeah. it was more about things that were coming out, getting ready to come out, or other yeah, ideas. more contemporary and, stuff. Yeah, yep. A little bit more contemporary stuff. And, yeah. and it's, But it's basically us rattling on for an hour. And so if you <laughs> like that stuff, what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to, because for those like, oh, no more coming through Forgotten Flicks, I... I'm going to consolidate it down and actually release it through this feed. The, I'm going to start with episode one and just every oh, kick ass. Yeah, every every week or two, I'm just going to release yeah. the episode. So those will be coming at you. If you haven't heard them, if you haven't heard them in a long time, want to revisit them. So we got that going. And uh, any updates about projects I'm working on, projects Jason's working on, even if he can't record it, I, if he just gives me the information, I'll relay it. We'll mm-hmm. come through this feed. Uh, uh, Hammond, 
alluded to working on something with me starting after the first of the year. He and I are going to do a, a podcast that's a, based on a Hulu show called Booth at the End. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's freaking awesome. Oh, it's uh, unbelievable. And yeah. I'm going to go into that in one of those updates, go into more detail. So I'll release that. And like I alluded to, doing the I, I've joked about okay a lot of people agreed to do the spooky flicks episodes I don't want I want to make sure it's clear I that's a joke I am not at all like upset about how many people agreed to it I am amazed <laughs> at how many people agreed to do it yeah, it, it was awesome it, it was a lot of work but it was exhilarating to do mm-hmm. and I would say that that is something that while I told this to Jason when he first came to me and broke up with me. I mean, told me he couldn't do the show anymore. <laughs> he, I, I, I was torn. Man. I, I, I felt like this sinking pit of my stuff. Like, well, what do I do? Do I keep the show going? I contemplated that. I was like, do I get another host? It's like, okay, I can't replace him. So that's a problem. I could get people who are good, that are as good, that, but it's not the same thing. It's not him. It's not that dynamic. Yeah. And I don't want to just try and replicate that because then you get into the whole, well, they're not Jason or, wow, I like this guy better than Jason. I don't want to get into that crap. So <laughs> I, I say, well, no, I don't want to do that. But at the same time, then I thought, okay, well, maybe I just do it by myself. I was like, oh, no, I need people to banter with. Let's just face it. Otherwise, you're going to listen to an hour <laughs> and a half of this crap. Don't think so. So I like the banter. I like the energy I get off somebody else. Well, what this whole bonus, what it's basically given me is this idea that, and I don't know what it is yet, okay? And it won't be coming until probably into next year. This idea of some kind of, I don't know if it's going to be like a series of like quote unquote bonus episodes. I mean, I won't quite mm-hmm. call them that, but almost like a Forgotten Flicks Presents, meaning ForgottenFlix.com, the website, or if it morphs into something else, that dot, you know, presents, and then it being more of a round table or more of a, yeah, you know, yeah. kind of like that in that vein. Yeah. Where I get like one topic and have multiple people's take on it. I don't, I don't know what it looks like yet, but my point is don't unsubscribe because there's more yeah, crap no, coming I, at you. That's a good idea. Yeah. Which then ties into what Jason said, which is, Spooky Flix Fest 2015, folks. It's going to be a reality. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So if you liked this one, if you like getting content every freaking day for the month, bless you. <laughs> My goal would be to make next year even awesomer. Oh, yeah. So on that note, my friend. <sighs> any final words? Almost two and a half hours, bro. This is a record. <sighs> This is good. This beat, did this, this beat good. Superman? I think this beat Superman. And that, we talked about four movies with a guest host, Daryl. We were two hours at Superman, weren't we? Is, I think so. I think we busted that. Yeah. Nice. Um, nope. Uh, I guess my only final words are... Don't forget to step into the arena. And... What are we watching next? See your paradises Well, it'll found It's too good to be true Standing here beside you Want so much to give you This love in my heart And I feel it for you Let us say we're crazy I don't care about that Put your hand in my hand, baby Don't ever look back Let the world around us Just fall apart Maybe we can make it If we're heart to heart And we can build the street together 
So much better than Starship. 